Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Star Wars Twilight Nights. I am John, your game master for the evening. Joining me today is Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I play Crack Tulpa, the Quarren Sentinel Artisan, slash, uh, I forget what my other specialization is. Um, <laughs> sorry. And um, I will roll as soon as roll 20 starts actually doing what it's supposed to. So, but it will probably be a dark side point. Yeah, probably. Uh, also, having gone down from the Wilford Brimley, I see, just to the, I have. To the regular mustache. I have. This is the... Uh, while, the math teacher. While we wait on the while we wait on the destiny roll from, from Crack, also joining us is Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy, and I am in, in roll 20 ahead of time for me, once. Me, 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 I, me, me, me. I thought you were saying Show I'm off. in roll 20 like as you get into it right there. <laughs> it, um, it's almost the Magnum P.I., Craig. <laughs> it kind of is. It's yes. a little too long yeah. for Magnums because Magnums doesn't go around the lips. It stops right there. But yeah, it's I mean, w let's be honest with my facial type. It's like the Magnum P.I. on the smiley face emoji. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Um, Roberto de Costa would be proud anyway. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I am. I, I I am taking a moment to avoid to uh, away from 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 trolling a guy I'm arguing with on Twitter to say I am playing Ilyana, a uh, a a Dathomirian, uh a mystic night singer person, night 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 sister whatever. sister yeah. sister okay, singer. They're <laughs> night people. The night time is the right time. Night people. <laughs> Uh, and Ilyana rolled two light side and Crack rolled one. Ooh, look at all the light side. Uh, also joining us is Aaron. Hey, I'm Aaron. I am playing Red Mira Luca Pilot, and I am rolling Destiny. And get that dark side button. We have three light side. That's great. Good job, everyone else. I roll the dark side. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Corsarath, the Sith pureblood Makashi duelist, and I actually do remember what my other specializations are. They are Guardian and Sage. Um, and so I am going to roll my destiny and generate another dark side. 
and Jack. And Jack, before you finish your, before you start your introduction, know that I have updated the booth, so the new name is there. Protect. Okay, names. sounds good. Uh, my name is Jack. I am playing uh, Josh Ulan, a Sorosu defender and bodyguard. And you rolled. Well, it was. It said it rolled. I'm gonna try that again. Ah, there you did. One dark side. Another dark side. Perfect. Tie it up. Ah, we oh. have a chiss. Uh, and Holly. Uh, hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing uh, Vazia, pure blood Sith, Geo Berserker, and two light side. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Nereez, uh droid consular and Nimin disciple. And I also get two light side. All right, seven light side, three dark. Nice, nicely the reverse of the last week's balance. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I'm at eighty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, if anybody is if anybody is at eighty or at twenty or below or higher, uh, go ahead and flip a light side to the dark side. Three more points. So just hit, just hit use a light side, Craig, on your character sheet. Oh, yeah, you bet. Um, and, and I remembered because I'm also a Suraisu defender. That's my second spec. I'm just copying Jack. Well, and while you get to flipping that, like, I, there I you flipped, go. I, it's just, I was just, just going to move on. Yeah. I was just going to move on. Uh, this is episode 19, Retribution. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The year is 3,643 BBY, or before the Battle of Yavin, ten years after the Treaty of Coruscant was signed. In the Chiss Ascendancy, those individuals who develop Force sensitivity are considered mutants. The ability, the ability to utilize the Force is considered a result of genetic impurity or defect, and must be purged. Lower-class Chiss who develop the ability are exiled, if not killed outright, and upper-class Chiss are mutilated through a combination of surgery and medication to keep those powers dormant. It is thus curious that they are the principal allies of the Sith Empire in this galactic war, an empire built on dominance by Force sensitives. The inner workings of this alliance are known only to a few, and exactly how it came about in the first place are a mystery. However, it is a certainty that of all the allies the Sith Empire has, the Chiss Ascendancy are among the most deadly as somebody's camera flipped and everybody whopped, swapped around yeah that was me I brought back a bowl of popcorn and zoom froze I see I see and it might be freezing again Good no job, you're not frozen no, it's not frozen at the moment I just have to build you around so you will all, all of you that didn't notice prior will have not at, at now this point noticed that there is a totem somewhere in your possession. Uh, as the end of last week, Graz Tatha went off with Zook to somewhere. Two of you saw the ship leave, uh, those being Red and Neris. Yep. As uh, a reminder, Neris is. Er- Neris is not currently able to see Red. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Red is currently invisible. You're invisible. To Neris. Of course, Wrath finds the totem. He sort of turns it over in his hand for a minute and just... Ah, uh, yes. The famed courage of Wookiees. Avoiding saying goodbye to the people they're abandoning. 
where where would Graz have left it uh, for for the rest of us? Um, most likely for crack, probably in his cabin on the Shio. Okay. Um, I think when crack finds it, he will, he'll look at it for a while and then go back to his, his room on the, on the cutter and, um, sort of jump back into the water and, um, he just ink sort of slowly spreads out and he's just hidden from view for a while. Just an inky void of water. All right. All of you that are on the Aeon Cutter feel a ripple in the force. Those of you that are currently able to sense the force. As if something just sort of pulses through your consciousness. And it leaves behind this sort of oily sensation in your brain. Okay. Does it remind us of anything? It reminds you, kind of, of the feeling you got when that uh, Seth Apprentice was above you, but not quite the same intensity. So, from directly behind Neri's, probably closer than you would anticipate someone to get without you noticing. I'm distracted, so, you know. Mind telling me where the sparring area is? It is that way. I point. And I will walk off in that direction. God. Shit. Um, I guess I'm gonna go because I'm trying to remember what because we got like uh, like a little speech when we came back. There was the Everyone got checked out by the doctor. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think there was any other indication of it was pretty much just rest up. Yes, we heard your report. It's yeah. been sent. Yep. Um, that type of thing, right? Yeah. You okay. were not given any other instructions. Right. Um, Neri's is gonna go um, try and find Nebushuza, I think. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Is there anything else anybody else is doing at the moment? Uh, yes. Uh, Ilyana, if anybody passes through, uh, um, well, really the nearest place that has like a, a, a faucet or something similar. 
um, like an lounge or something like that. Um, he is currently uh, has it right in his underneath and just two, two, trying to wash her mouth out with the yuck, disgusting smell or taste that she is currently tasting. It's fair. It's fair. Just see just blah. Yep. I don't think I'm going. Yeah, I don't. The process of like ah. The problem is, it it was it was an insubstantial feeling and taste. So it's like you can't. No matter how much you clean, right? Exactly. (laughs) Ilyana, what are you doing? Let's say I see it. Yucky smell or taste. Got words. There. Yucky taste. You didn't get that. No. Oh. Oh yeah. I guess you wouldn't. Uh, did you get the... Mm. No. I keep everything suppressed all the time, so I don't always notice. Right. I hate that. Um... Yeah. If I hold, like, a teacup, do you see, like, like if I'm, a, like, a vampire in a mirror? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, there's a look of just utter confusion. What's a vampire? Nariz's new look. Dead but delicious. <laughs> no, there was a... Um, it felt... Hmm. Remember when, remember when we were back on the, on, on, on the base? Or, yes. Or are going to be... Did that already happen? <laughs> Which base? The one. So we got the feeling like uh, the 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 slaver place. Yes, that happened. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, Remember how we got that sensation? The 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 Sith. It is like that. It's something like that, but it's not. It's uh, ah. Hold on, just a second. Um, it's real gross. Is that helping? Get inviting. I don't know. Anyways, no. But it's the thought that counts, and the motions, and the spitting that counts. I see. Anything else? No, I was just curious. Okay. And she sticks her head back the, is gone. the faucet. Duh. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll see you later then. Okay. <laughs> and Nereus continues on. So, Nereus, you yep. uh, get to uh, um, Nebuchadnezzar's office. Yes. The doors are closed. I will knock. Come in. I will. As you open Walk it, through. you see two figures. One, you see Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. Two, you see a... Uh, uh, Jack, go ahead and just describe the other individual in the room. Um, <clears throat> five feet and change uh, towards the taller end, but definitely, definitely <clears throat> bo- a, a, a chunk below the two-meter mark. Um mostly dressed in black and dark gray 
uh, wearing a, a full helmet, face shield, everything, um, single lightsaber off to one side on the belt, gloved, booted. And as you enter, the head turns very quickly and just kind of looks you up and down. Cocks to the side slightly. And then the, the hands fold behind the back, hanging loose and just stepping very slightly off to the side as though to, to give space but still be very present in the room. Uh, Lanurika, this is Neris. Uh, Neris, this is Lanurika. Is that a... Because that's not Jack's character's name. Is that uh, a, a name or a title? That would something? be a name. It's a name? Okay. It is Jack's character's name if you look that at is... the way the apostrophes are. And remember how... And, and remember how pronouncing it differently than it pr- than my brain pronounced and, it. So. And, and remember how Chiss shortened their names. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. You, 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 may, you may call me Jash. It will be easier. Hello. I am Neris. I know. <laughs> so, slip. This it was weird. just an introduction. Yep. <laughs> it's awkward. It's always awkward. Um, I don't know. I feel like Neris has finally met somebody just as forthcoming as, as they are. <laughs> Perfect. Uh... Did you have a I, yes, I wanted to talk to you about s- some things that happened when we were on our mission. Certainly. Um, and he sort of thinks for a second. Josh, uh, you should go speak with Corserath. Tell him that I would like for you to get acquainted with the crew of the Shio. Of course. Hopefully he'll understand what that means. Very well. Nerese, it was an honor. Likewise. And... He will turn and walk out. The doors close behind him. Go ahead, Nerys. I took this, um, and I'll pull out the mask that I still have. Both halves? Yep. And, like, place them together. Um, so that the symbol is apparent. Hmm. I imagine this came off of an apprentice. Yes. What did you learn? That they are making more like me or have continued the experiments. There was after Zilda questioned him after they were defeated um 
and not the apprentice, the other one. Um, the other apprentice. One of the other were defeated, <clears throat> and I'm trying to find my the part of my notes that has that bit. Hang on. Um, that's not that's not far enough back um assassins that have been sent after the jedi they're dead returning Hmm. sounds like he's moved on from trying to give the dead further life in inanimate objects to simply reviving the corpses as tools. Yes. That's not an uncommon facet of the dark side of the force. It's simply typically not very... It's typically very obvious, I imagine. If they're being used specifically for their enemies' corpses, he's found a way to do so, keeping the bodies more intact than usual. Which is worrying. Yes. We'll have to do something about this Darth Luxati. I had visions on the trials mm-hmm. to begin down this path of my former self saying I could not hide from this. I'm scared. And in After the fight, I I have been overreacting in a way that is concerning to me. You have been behaving as most people do when they're scared. When we're scared, we overreact. It's our way of trying to defend ourselves yes it's understandable I do not feel in control most of us rarely do what would you like to do about this I would When I... Hmm, <laughs> Neri's is stuttering with this, too. Um, I am attempting to understand how to keep walking forward when everything feels out of control. You find a piece of solid ground before you. 
what is your solid ground? Serving as the medic. The medic aboard what? The shio. And who is and who is there with you? Crack, Ileana. Your friends. Yes. They are your solid ground. Yes. Thank you. Soon. It will be difficult for all of you. Very soon, you will have to rely on each other more than you have before. Remember that. Your allies, your friends, they are your solid ground. It is with them that you can take steps forward. Yes. You had directed uh, Lenary, um Josh uh, to speak with Corsarath. Yes. Are you intending them to join the Shio, or is this for instruction? It would be best if young Ulan was able to join the crew of the Shia, yes. But that is for the crew of the Shio to decide. Yes. He is just. Yes. As are you. Yes. There's Is a this small, what your father was... There's a sort of a small smile on his face. Yeah. I'm trying... Way back at the beginning, had I found out that his brother... I think I had heard... Did I just overhear that, or did he tell me that bit? I'm trying to remember... This uh, that is his forever bro- that, ago. His, that his brother what? <laughs> um, his brother was thinking his, about him like, needing to talk to his brother about. Yes. Something, right? Yeah, I remember. I okay. Yeah, he did tell me that. I think, and he was worried. Um, is this who your brother wanted to talk to you about? No. No, that is regarding something else. All right. I'm going to go find my friends. Very well. Corsareth, your uh, a data pad near you beeps. I look at it. Uh, on it are coordinates marked uh, emergency evacuation coordinates. Okay. That's all. And some coordinates, obviously. 
Where are those coordinates? Uh, a planet in the outer rim that you're unfamiliar with. And at that point, Avasia comes through the door. She will look. I assume he's looking at the plans. Well, he's he's leaning over a data pad. Yeah. Yeah. No, she will kind of lean over his shoulder. What's that? I don't know. Set of coordinates that appeared on this data pad. Who sent them to you? I don't know. Hmm. I have a handful of guesses. None of them are concrete. I need to speak with you. He looks up. I, sorry, John, what was the doctor's name that Avasi was speaking uh, of? Apit. Archon Apit. Apit? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was speaking with Apit. And he suggested that it might be better if I spoke with you. That maybe we could help each other. These, I've. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the. <laughs> I apologize. I'm the worst. I. I have ruined what is probably a great scene. I love that no one watching the stream has any context yet for why we have all, except for Craig, who is fine, just lost it. That's because Craig had self-control. Yeah, yeah. Craig's a goddamn professional. I, I Well, to be fair, I was muted. You all didn't hear me snort laugh. Okay, okay, <laughs> legit. <laughs> I am I am genetically predisposed to having no self-control. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, back to what's actually happening, please. Right. Um, gosh, what was I saying? <laughs> the doctor told you to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I blame Jack. Okay. Um, we all do. It, it, it's funny. It's like you're a little scatterbrained all of a sudden for something. Um, we keep <clears> focusing, <throat> feeling a little nauseous. Okay, and now my child is outside the window of the house waving at me and just gave me a heart attack. Get inside! <laughs> We're so off track. This is brilliant. Um, <clears throat> you may have noticed that I haven't really been myself the past couple days. I wouldn't I, argue that I have. I haven't really been sleeping much either. Mm -hmm. I think Kitty's death just brought on a lot of flashbacks from the attack on my planet and when I lost my sister. Mm -hmm. They've been 
kind of haunting me for the past few days. I am sorry that those memories have been dredged back up. I understand that I may be able to help you. You may need help with, with, um, gosh, sorry. <laughs> I'm really scatterbrained right now. Um, you may need help with breaking free of your mother, of your mother's control. I might. I might, I will. I will help you in any way that I can. I will do the same for you. She'll give him a hug. Except the embrace. There is a long road ahead of us. Yes. Well, we will walk it together. At which point there is a chime outside the door. There's like the half twitch as Corsara's hand goes halfway to his lightsaber and then stops. Hmm. And walks over to the door, opens it. Standing outside is Josh Lund. Yep. Black clothes, black helm, visor down. The Archon directed me to speak to you, Corserath. His suggestion was that I get to know the crew of the Shio. <laughs> I believe he hopes that I will fill a void that has recently <laughs> occurred. Why do we have to work fast? Why do we have to keep replacing people? An addition is not a replacement. We are under strength. At which point the helmet comes off and blue skin, red eyes, black hair swept back. Apologies, I tend to wait a bit before revealing myself, but if I am to meet new people that I may be working alongside, I think I will dispense with my normal patterns. Well, your name would probably be advisable, considering you know mine already. Yes. Um... <clears throat> 
Joshua Lenore Khan. You may call me Josh. I find binomial naming conventions to be a bit more acceptable, particularly those who are not familiar with the culture. And well, Joshua Lenore Khan. If you are to join us, you would you had best know the names of those you will be working alongside as well. You know me, I am Corsarath. This is Avazia. Yeah, this is Avazia. I was trying I was trying I was trying to clear in my head whether because I've got two different characters with these relationships. I was trying to clear in my head whether it was fiance or wife at the moment. Wife. I think it's why I think this character this is This one's wife. <laughs> Different one's one fiance. Thing. Why? Too many relationships. I need some popcorn. <laughs> the thing we, the thing about it is is that it's there are so many different ways that that sentence could be taken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the cuz cuz with Corsarath and Navazia it's wife, but with uh with Valdeth and Titania it's fiance. Yep. I was trying to make sure I had the right set of characters in my head. The double lives, of course, are us. <laughs> <laughs> so the sentence, Galaxy's the sentence, a big place, mate. <clears throat> the, sentence, the, sentence, the sentence would have oh, been, boy. this is my wife, Avazia. <laughs> um, the rest of the crew you will meet is our Dathomiri, is Ilyana. The droids, Neris. I have met them. The Quarren, Cracktolpa, and Red, the Miraluka, who may be staying on as a pilot, depending on their disposition or not. I see. Do you have a particular skill set that you would like to make known? <clears throat> I defend and protect, primarily. I have a working knowledge of some of the more obscure traditions of the galaxy. Primarily, I have served as a guard. But I recently have focused more on honing my mind than my body. Well, knowing the dispositions of our crew, you're going to have to work significantly more hard to endear yourself to crack and likely Avasia, say looking over my shoulder at Avasia, she has very high standards. Extremely. Though I well for you as the leader then, I suppose. Though I suspect that Ilyana will simply see that this has been fated and will be immediately on board with all matters incurring. Know what happens when you assume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're assuming. You, you know what happens sister? when you assume. Red 
Red will have to make a significant effort to make themselves appreciated with everyone else, but I don't know how what their immediate response will be to you. Red is a bit brash and rather blunt. Red is the pilot. Yes. Who may or may not be staying on, depending on their disposition and the rest of the crews. Based on your description, I would say that Red has the disposition of the pilot. (laughs) Capital T, capital P. So You are not wrong. Very well. Is there anything else? What what should I avoid? Prying into this group's history too deeply. It is currently Excellent. a sore subject. I see. There is the clattering of droid feet around the corner approaching. <laughs> Is that me? Yeah, that'd be you. <laughs> yep. Okay. Come back in. Yeah. Actually, no. You're in your rooms, aren't you? Never mind. And I'm the door's to... open. So. Oh, okay. Yep. I pass by. <laughs> Josh will look back over his shoulder, so you see his face for the first time. <laughs> back up. Nod. Keep going. It's real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I think now I'm gonna to imagine Yuri's with crab droid limbs. I mean, because just, the motion that William did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how crab droids are arranged, but yeah, Yuri's has three legs, so it's like it's a very weird. <laughs> Two in the back, one in the front. Or or two in the front, one in the back, actually. It depends. It can switch them around. It rotates. (laughs) Swivel. Yep. I suspect it will take an amount of time for people to get used to your presence, but... I think all things considered, it will play out as it should. At the very least, if Eliana has anything to do with it. You're muted. <laughs> I'm used to being unobtrusive. Good. That will go. That will act in your favor. And it is at that point that the proximity alarms for the Aeon Cutter begin to go off. Oh no! Orgress swipes that data pad <laughs> off of the table. We should make oh. our way to the Shio. Lead the way. Hmm. So everyone, wherever you're at, you begin to hear the, the, the blaring klaxon of proximity alarms. That's bad. And the ship begins to shake as if from impacts. Corserath makes his way over to the Shio and on his comm bead contacts everyone in the crew. Everyone who is not currently on it should make their way back to the ship. On it. Even though I doubt it, doubt that I have a comm, I will also head that way. Uh, Where's your armory? Um, let me take a look at the map myself so I know where your armory is. 
Um, I just imagine we have a pile of stuff. bottom bottom floor near <laughs> near the emergency hatch to the center floor. I could use some armor if you've got any to spare. We have some to spare, yes. Excellent. <clears throat> get yourself some. And get yourself Josh some is going to go find himself some armor. Get yeah, yourself some I riot armor. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, yeah. There's also a giant pile of guns. <laughs> A giant yes, pile is like... well stocked at the moment. A giant pile of shitty guns. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Real bad. Or, or, or as, or as crack likes to look at them, a giant pile of possibilities. <laughs> Has crack confirmed that he's heading? I feel like the Shio is years. currently the Star Wars equivalent of a Georgia trailer park right about now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to answer to answer your question, no, yeah. because nobody asked him to confirm, so he's just headed that way. Okay, Crack, are you headed that way? Yes, I am. Right. I am as well. Uh, someone confirmed, because I, no, I think we, Nuri's would have handed Red a, 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 a thing at some point, because if something terrible happens in the moat, well, who knows? Um, Nuri's will head that direction too. Do, I don't know what I'm saying. Nariz, will will you be piloting this time? I do not know. We'll find out when we get there. Um, while we're going, I will contact the Archon if he if I have his comm frequency. Yeah. So I will contact Nibishuza. Archon. Exarch. Exarch. Sorry, Exarch. <laughs> Rank ranks in a fictional organization. Yeah, no, it's fair. Exarch than Archon. And then to be fair, the Exarch is first among equals of the Archons, so it's not inaccurate to call him an Archon, but. Exarch. Esquasarath. Do we know what that is? That would be a capital. That would be a Sith Empire capital ship, likely bearing the presence of a Darth. Should we be evacuating? Yes. Did you send me those coordinates? No. But I know, I, who did. I know who did. Assuming that Black Pyramid has no ill intent, I'll be heading for them. That would be wise. Good luck. May the force be with you. And also with you. Every time. That just makes me think of... Listen, it's habit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Congratulations, I honestly... we're the most Southern Baptist of Jedi. Yeah, no, every every single time. I just think... It's my thought, too. Oh, I thought it was a Catholic. Okay, so <laughs> it's we've a Christian reached the thing. point where Aaron's cursory knowledge from other people of religious institutions has gone... It's just a, it's a thing in like Southern Christianity or is it God be with you and also with you? Yeah. Yep. It, 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 it's it's just, that sounds really it's weirdly a, it's, it's a, ill right, for it's a, it's church a, people, but okay. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a standard call response kind of, yeah. kind of ceremonial greeting. <laughs> Indoctrination yeah. fun. Yeah, and um, every time I hear "May the Force be with you" and also with you, I just it's, that, that's the place that my brain is totally goes to. Fair. It's Instant not a plan. cult. Hang on, let's keep going. <laughs> I mean, it's not a cult at the moment because there's lots of us. In yeah. the in the modern Star Wars era, mm. it is a cult because there's only a few. Yeah. Um. 
on the way, um, I uh, imagine um, new character. Sorry. Jash? Yes. Yep. Runs into because Ilyana is still in the in the the lounge area, which you kind of have to go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just looks up, yep. looks over, walks up, reaches out, and just wipes a finger along your face. Your skin doesn't taste as bad as your brain does, and walks off. Jash will blink. And then probably after Ilyana has left. Do you know which way the armory is? Okay. And goes and finds it. Down. <laughs> Thank you. Or as Wrath heads to the cockpit. <clears throat> wait, whoever as the soon as is. Red gets to the ship, nothing else just ups the stairs, up the stairs into the cockpit. As all of you are getting into the cargo bay going mm-hmm. to the ship, you can see outside that there are a number of Sith Empire starfighters bombarding the Aeon Cutter. The shields seem to be holding from what you can tell. Uh, at the moment, but they're they're just sort of whatever happened. It seems like a capital ship dropped out of hyperspace and instantly started attacking. Okay, do I see Biggs or Wedge anywhere as I'm going along? Because I yes. imagine I yes, went you up you see me. both uh, Biggs and Wedge. Uh, Wedge, I'm trying to remember which one's the bigger one. Is it Biggs or Wedge? Biggs. Biggs. It's, it's, it's Biggs. Because I was wrong about it last time. Because I was like, there's no way that John named the big one Biggs. But John did. Did I? I don't know. In Final Fantasy, yes, Biggs the, is the big taller one. Yes. one is Wedge. Yes. So yeah, Biggs, uh, uh, Biggs is currently cussing, uh, cussing out an input plug in binary. Um, while, Wedge is, while Wedge is trying to get a dumb dumb droid out of the way. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> and binary, binary, binary. As soon as as soon as Red makes it to the cockpit, Corserath looks up at at uh, Zer. I have coordinates for you. As soon as everyone is on board, we are making all speed for them. All right. Eight. I'm I'm preparing for takeoff. Off. Give me a count when everyone's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we'll go over the comm. Once everyone is on board, sound off. When when Crack gets up to the cockpit, um, he'll sit down in the um, I got the scanner, the computer chair, uh, and we'll look over at at Red and say, "Ah, oh, Red, you're joining us." Later conversation for later. What? Well, you are piloting. How do you feel about flying versus crashing? Or how do you feel about landing versus crashing? <laughs> Two different right things. Right now, I feel like not getting blown up by lasers. Um, Crack considers that for a moment. <laughs> Still an improvement. Um, you see, wow. <laughs> from the from the so, cockpit. John, I'm, yes. Sorry, I have a logistical question that's going to be really relevant in a second. Yes. Is this a situation where a role would need to be made for astrogation due to the situation? Yes. Okay. Nerys, I want you on the astrogation computer or crack. Heck, if you can do your engineering from there in case we get hit, great. Otherwise, get to where you can do it from. Craig looked very alarmed for a moment with suggesting Nariz get in the astrogation desk. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Craig can 
take that spot. If or, I recall correctly, Neri's has an intelligence and an astrogation modifier. I do not have an astrogation uh, skill, no. No, I'm I'm the one with high intelligence and droid specifically designed to do this. Ah. Well, last time you were pouting too much to tell me that. So. <laughs> what, crack? Oh, yes, he was. Yes, yeah, he was. Crack was in a impressive coma last time. I don't remember if you were off that week or it was just... No, like no, crack was, stuff, but... crack was... No, crack, crack was legitimately not talking. Yep. Uh, as you're from the cockpit, you can see that there is another ship approaching the cargo bay from the exterior, from the other side. So remember, this this cargo bay runs through the width of of the ship. So there's an exit on either side of the ship, uh, of the of the the Aeon cutter, and you guys are sort of pointed towards one end, and there's another ship coming in from from the other end. Uh, you can you can also see on the floor of the cargo bay as people are running around to other ships and other sections of the ship. Uh, you can see the white clothes, uh, uh, calm demeanored of of uh, the exarch walking towards where this ship is landing, uh, flanked by uh, uh, Cal Regulus and Archon Pete. <laughs> That's an, a Sith ship that's landing, or uh, it seems to be. It look, it definitely looks like a Sith Empire ship that's coming out, that's coming towards them. Okay, all right. I think I'm probably the last one on board. Um, Nereus is panicking inside. It's good. This is fine. This is fine. Um, actually, I am not equipped to uh, run astrogation uh, calculations in the slightest. I can't assist though. I mean, I Great. have to imagine that's do that. I'll buy you the time to get jump coordinates. It's but, but if anyone's not on board, I need to know now because we need to go. Um, so, assuming assumedly, I get the account that everyone is on board. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's immediately probably for Red a completely unfamiliar voice comes over comms that says, "No, I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just rolling with that, but I think it's fair to say Red has not been counting who has gotten on and who is no, no. So, so if everyone if is aboard, someone's not on board yet, unless another player calls it out, I may be ditching you. So, a crack. Go ahead and make a uh, astrogation check. Difficulty two. Uh, Neri's is helping you evidently, so you get a boost die. Okay, Yay. and 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 I'm I'm doing I'm having the crabots. Oh, so 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 Neri's well. is on board by this point. We're yes. Saying? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am very definitely on board. Hey, uh, you are yeah. You are able to accurately add, uh, now, uh, set a course for the coordinates that were provided. Uh, I'd like to cut down the travel time, please, with that triumph. Do that. Okay. Um, those right, of you Red, get us out of here. Is anybody watching what's going on in the cargo bay while you're preparing for takeoff? Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, Avazi is too. No, I'm trying to fly, Chef. No. Yeah. <laughs> this, is that, this is that thing we can mean, pull it proud of you, Red. And... Proud of you. <laughs> you get that. You get the. You know the. Which one of you is Luke standing on the ramp? Like this. Uh... Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. You see the 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 transport ship that has landed sort of drops. Uh. It's 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 ramp and as it does all of you feel this oily wave of animosity just sort of er 
horror out as if the ramp was the only thing holding it back uh, from that ship. And you see a figure walk down towards Nibishuza and the others, flanked by two black-clothed individuals. Um, this figure has a gray mask with a Sith rune etched into the face of it and a body that from the neck down seems to be irreparably scarred and burned as if they were thrown into a lava pit and pulled and fished back out of it. Uh, though they seem to still have, for the most part, their physiology, it's just it's so scar so heavily scarred and burned, it's hard to tell what species they are. Uh... As they walk down, you see, you can see uh, uh, the three Archons, uh, the two Archons and the Exarch, standing between him and the rest of the ship, ignite their sabers. Done. Uh, yes. Just for clarification. I'm going. The Sorry, uh, Jerry. Right. Just for clarification, is this the person that I saw? Yes. So you just hear, well, shit. They're fucked. The opposing force ignites this ruby red lightsaber, as do individuals on either side. Uh, as the ship lifts off, the landing gear folds up, the ramp closes up, and those of you watching, the last glimpse you get as the ship takes off from the cargo bay is lightning erupting from the fingertips of this one individual and racing towards the Exarch before your vision is cut off by the shield and by the lip of the cargo bay as you leave. Go and give me a piloting space to avoid the inner the, the inner ship combat happening all around you. Yeah. Difficulty three. So, <laughs> I'm using one of our light side points. I'm not asking. I, I'm I approve. <laughs> I'm also going to um hang on. Uh I think we should stay and fight. <laughs> no. Does Ileana say that? No, absolutely not, because okay. Ileana knows <laughs> what's about to happen. They go die. Um, let's see here. To uh, do for ebb and flow, am I, could I get up and um, within engage range of our pilot here or not? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna be using flow to assist you. Um, it says I have to make a skill check. I make a flow power check as part of the roll. I guess I'm. Yeah. Uh, He'd make a flow know. power check as part of a as part of a uh, as part of a um, piloting space check. Okay. In yeah. order to pass assistance on to. Got yeah. it. Okay. So I am not. Uh, Does it do say what your successes give you? Anymore? Uh, yes. Um, it's going to, hang on, let me look at this. Um, do, 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 so I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying to see how many I get because if I can get more than, um, oh wait, no, uh, I can use it to, uh, add a success. So to... important question, can you use this while suppressing and are you still suppressing? I'm not suppressing anymore. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Um, uh... And the answer is no, you can't use it while suppressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So with the control upgrade I got, just got, when making a combined flow power check, may spend one force to add one success to any checks using the same skill until the end of next turn. Um, okay, so you're you're making an assist roll, and yes. you're spending force points to give to give Red some automatic successes. Yes. Uh huh. All right. So go ahead and Basically. make your roll. Okay. Uh, I think I have to add. Sorry, I don't do many rolls with force. Uh, so that's this one right here. Yes. Yeah. If in in the okay. for, on the character sheet, if you go to the force yeah. skill, you can where it says skill. Uh, you can switch that down to the appropriate skill. Yep. Uh, piloting space. No, though. Um, you fail at giving Red any assistance. Yep. In fact, just panic. with those two threat, I'm going to say your panicked flailings in the cockpit give Red a setback die. Shit. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. It's fine. I imagine there's just like a flashing light and it's just really distracting. You know what? I'm going to say that like this is an engaged range power. So if someone comes yep. up and because I'm like flailing around to press all of the Star Wars buttons, which are for some reason like all over the place uh-huh. in Star Wars, as opposed to like control panels and normal ships, um, I flick on my force sight. See that Neri's is yeah. more sensitive now. Yes, that's yeah. new. It's deeply confused as I'm trying yes. to gun it. You see yes. a force sensitive droid and that yeah. throws you the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm asking Ilyana, what do you mean? shit they're fucked well uh, there we go do the math you, you didn't there was you didn't add any difficulty to that role it's difficulty oh. three by the way yes didn't, i knew that I the math did. is the math is real simple um he's down there he's fighting them Fuck. and i see him later Uh, They're all dead. So, as you are being distracted by the by the 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 droid over your shoulder and the conversation in general, uh, you veer directly into a starfighter. Fortunately, the Shio is much sturdier than that starfighter was, so it explodes. Uh, but the Shio does take some amount of damage from that, as the entire ship rocks from ripping through a from ripping through a starfighter in mid-flight. Um, if all non-essential personnel could vacate (laughs) this area and maybe go find some gun some ship guns to go hang out in that would be lovely crack who is in the middle of his uh astronav calculations calls over his shoulder i'd like to reassert that my question earlier is is more pertinent now than ever regarding your opinions about crashing so the ship takes uh, twenty damage, which is absorbed by its hull, which is five, which is absorbed by its armor. Uh, so you 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 blast through a starfighter, and systems begin going a little wonky. Um, Wait, we so we take 20, th- 20, uh, 20, 20, 20 hull trauma from running from from destroying a starfighter by running into it. So I want to point out that that is very fair. And very justified by the situation. Uh, did you add that to the shield already? Yeah, I added it to the shield. Okay. So it's so um, your your current whole trauma on the shield is fifteen. But at the same time, it's a little bit of a dick DM move to give you twenty whole trauma from a flat roll with an advantage. Twenty whole trauma 
because you failed to avoid the fight. You didn't get to sh you didn't get severe engine damage that caused you to need to land. <laughs> you just killed an enemy fighter accidentally. <laughs> Fine, I I I agree. <laughs> On a the, I would make the same call level. I'm just pointing it out. Like I didn't flub that role of despair bad. No. Oh. Uh, are you accounting for the handling in your rolls, by the way? Because um, the ship has a minus two to its handling. Right. No, I forgot about that. So I may need to re-roll. What does handling do? It's not downgrades. It's... Do, do, do. No, I believe it's set, setback. Believe it's setback dice. Okay. Setback. If, if you have that. if you have negative handling, you get setback dice. If you have positive handling, you get boost die. Yeah. Is Corsarath oh. still in the cockpit? All right, guys. I mean, so the same thing happened, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Corsarath Corsa yeah. is in the Definitely cockpit, out of the way. Get people to get out of the cockpit. Um, uh, Ilyana goes to go and goes. You know, it doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm, I'm here in a sense always, anyways. <laughs> um. Crack finishes. Am I done with the nav computer at this point? Or am yes, I you're done going? with the nav computer at this point. Okay. Crack finishes it, hits the final keystroke, stands up and says, Corsarath, would you like to take over the comm station? I have to go fix the ship. Um, yeah. Yes, go. Please make sure that we do not explode. <laughs> I'll go shoot things. I'll be in the med bay. <laughs> I will likewise, likewise shoot things. Yeah. I get on the comms for a minute. Um, Josh, do you have any particular skills in regards to the operation of a ship? Probably helping with repairs. Then if you could assist Crack with that, please. Indeed. We did just plow through a starfighter. Well done. Also not. I was really hoping you were going to say, I'm very good at sabotage. <laughs> no, that's rerun. <laughs> All right. So I assume that as Crack is making his way, you're just confronted by a black armored helmeted figure who's, how tall is Crack? Uh, he's about five, six, five, seven who maybe has an inch or two on you. Okay. I understand you need some assistance with this. Hello. You're new? I'm sorry. I'm Jash. You must be crack. I am. Um, our new pilot ran into another ship. Uh, where where is the where is the, the shield damaged? He would have checked that before leaving a station. Uh, you ran into it head on, so it's up at the nose section. Um, but no engine troubles or anything? No, like the that. engine doesn't. It's mostly just hull trauma. Okay. Um, mostly, we'll have to wait until we can get the ship into dry dock and, and be able to repair from the outside, but let's go make sure there aren't any catastrophic uh, pressure seal failures. Excellent. I'll follow you. Mm. All right. Um, and then he points at the uh, at the crabots that are, are following him um, and says... Uh, this is this is clacks, clicks, snaps, and snips. We should give them name tags at some point. But there are name tags. Look, and he points to the um, 
very, very small on these already tiny droids. Uh, this the serial numbers twenty three CLAX seven nine. Each one has has a, a series of, of oh. identification plates. Well, that works, I suppose. And in the way that Arabesh is somehow and 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 Galactic Basic are also somehow completely english the arrangement of letters tend to spell out the the names it's not it's not it's not actually english it's just that we interpret it as english because we can't interpret the galactic basic with our human brains but i mean that's <laughs> yeah. all, that's that's also definitively not true because they call stopper Stopper, because his serial number is C one dash one. No, I know, I know. It's 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 one of those weird things where it's like you see Galactic Basic written out, and it's these weird, it's this weird like symbolical font. But when they say it out loud, what it's just the hell English. Is an aluminum falcon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, 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 have you ever looked at an X in Arabesh? It don't look like an X no, wing. It doesn't. For sure. <laughs> it's one of those really weird things where we we're just interpreting all of this as English. But it's not really yeah. English. But then so why you're these things? saying that it operates on the Mass Effect like yes translation <laughs> rules. I, I would say exactly. it. I would say it operates on the George Lucas rules. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, very uh, Mass I Effect think operates Chopper on the George was after, Lucas. Anyways, anyways, but yes, there is that weird thing about Galactic Basis. Okay, right. Well, Josh is going to follow Crack and try to help make sure we're not leaking. Go ahead and give me another uh, another piloting space check difficulty two this time to evade more oncoming fighting. Only two setback dice this time. That's Sorry, why. How many setback die this time? Uh, just two from the handling. That's why this is why pilots get the ability to reduce setback dice <laughs> from their from their handling or from Yeah, their unfortunately, dice. none of the seeker paths, which are the pilot paths, have that. Uh, difficulty is still three. Yep. Using uh, another. Light oh, sorry, side point. difficulty two. Sorry, difficulty two. Oh. Using another light side point. Look, I had to define my skills between like eight things to be useful at anything. That's <laughs> true. Whereas Kitty was just like, I'll put all of my points in lore, and it was very easy. Yay! There we go. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> This time, so you managed to continually evade. Uh, with this role, you actually managed to get outside the outside of the line of combat. Though a few ships do seem to be breaking off to follow after you. Um, as you clear to jump, or do we need to get further? You need to get a little bit further out to be clear to jump, but you are outside of the immediate threat of the of the battle. Okay. Um, when my turn comes around again, I'm spending the whole turn to continue getting to jump distance. Yeah. Uh, anybody that's paying attention to what's going on, you can see, looking back at the Aeon Cutter, a huge amount of lightning erupts from the ship as it actually just sort of punches a hole through the middle of it and then arcs around, connecting to some of the starfighters and causing them to explode as there is just a cascade of explosions around the Aeon Cutter at that moment. 
is that not that crack can see it but out of my own curiosity is that a force power or is that a weapon that would be force powers okay somebody using unleash with a lot of force die <laughs> yep Nareez is watching because can't do anything else right now and all of you go. are getting this sort of constant bombardment of death as people are dying in this battle He's just waving out the window. Uh, sorry. Me Craig, firing the guns? I, I just wanted to try a mechanics check. Yeah. Uh, so the mechanics check difficulty three. Uh, difficulty one because of the damage to Is the ship. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was reading a different thing. It's under half, so it's, it's yeah, only yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I am very happy that none of you decided, to, none of you thought to call me out on the fact that I just said our spaceship has a window. <laughs> I, mean, I mean they do the gun turrets do yeah yeah like the bubble turrets typically have like like they're not paint. called windows when it's on a spaceship no but <laughs> it's true still a it's window close enough um, but how many games have we played where we're actively on a ship and y'all insist on calling it a boat? Well, that's fun. <laughs> can we can we also point out that Jeremy started off by thanking us for not calling him out on 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 the nomenclature and managed to turn that around into being shitty about it somehow as well? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, just, just it's almost like that was the goal. I love you, buddy. Jeremy's very acrobatic with his tongue. Um. Mm. Moving on past that one. Um, so mechanics. Uh, I'm gonna take you a boost from the crabots, and uh, I am using manipulates. I would like to fix a ship. I'm gonna take a. Uh, I really uh, can't not. Right. I don't believe that you're actually incapable. I believe that you are not willing. Yeah, six of one, half dozen of the other. Exactly. <sighs> okay, so do you know how many points that repairs the hull for? Uh, yes, that repairs it for five. Okay. You repair five points of hull trauma. Yeah, from what you're seeing, it, it looks like most of it is the the Shio is far sturdier than any of the than any of the starfighters out there. And mm-hmm. uh, on a in a head on head collision, the Shio will win. And you're just sort of seeing the the back end damage of that. Does it have uh, any strain? Because probably not anymore. No, not any system strain okay. at the moment. All right. <laughs> the only thing that has hit it so far is another ship. Okay. The reason that does a bunch that, is that uh, I have things that, that heal extra, yeah, extra yeah, yeah. trauma. It's like somebody on a Honda motorcycle trying to do a head-to-head with an F-150. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> the F- the, the oh, truck no. will be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's going to need a little paint, little putty work, but it'll be okay. <laughs> but it's almost like freighters are designed to be big and sturdy. Um, eventually, you get out to where is a good point to jump away. Jump. The, the second we get there, yeah, and you hit the and as as hyperspace begins as a hyperspace bubble begins to form around you, uh, the last glimpse you get, uh, anybody that's watching, is of another eruption of lightning coming out of the Aeon Cutter, and you're in hyperspace. Did 
did Josh need to do anything to help with the mechanics or no, no not the same. I, I, I thought Josh okay. could do a separate one. You can, can if Josh, you want. Josh yeah, you, not do a separate yeah, one. Yeah, if you want, if you want okay. to. You don't have okay. to. But you I can. didn't roll with additional assistance because I automatically get assistance thanks to the crab bots. In fact, I can give you two of the crab bots to help you and give you a bonus die. I'll take a boost die. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. All right. Difficulty diff two, you said, or diff one? Diff one. Uh, yeah. Diff one, because it was below. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Heck yeah. Hey -yo. Nice. So that a one to one on successes is the. Do you have, I think so, right? Do you have anything that bumps it? Any talents? Nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. That's... Just, just. I'm smart and I know where things go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Shio now only has four points of hull trauma left. Team fix it. Crack has a new friend. Josh may, <laughs> Josh may not know it yet, but... <laughs> Josh, is, Josh is just trying to help. <laughs> I'm just being helpful. Yes, you are now in hyperspace. The coordinates that you have uh, send you to a planet that is going to be a day out, um, thanks to Crack's navigation, as opposed to a day and a half. How nice. I assume our uh, fixing things will take a little while. Yeah. Okay. I I need to step away for just a second, so let's yeah, assume Crack is 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 working on stuff. But yes, you are all in hyperspace now. Um, reminder, because I don't remember, Nibishuza is the one who gave me the contact for Black Pyramid. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to suppress again, and then once we are clearly in hyperspace and nothing is um, shooting at us, we are not crashing into anything, Nereus will come on the comm. Where are we going? To a meeting place sent to me by a contact Nibishuza gave me. Right. Avazi is just going to punch the wall. Pink. Aries, we're going to need to talk about something a little later. We're yes. All, we're all alive, so take it, a, take it a moment at a time. Avazia, you're going to injure your hand if you keep doing that. I'll be fine. I have little doubt that the Order will survive that attack. Well, we got a day. Right, so, Jash, you need a tour of the ship. That was the cockpit up there. Wait, I don't think you had gotten up there. Um, I see we have found yeah, the armory. No. <clears throat> yeah, the Jash basically found yeah, yeah. the armory and then immediately went to go help fix things on probably in the hangar, I assume. So that's what Jash has seen. Yep. There's a hangar there. Yes. Some of us practice lightsaber in that space. Oh, the med bay excellent. is here. 
Right. For when I hope the you do not see you here. Poorly. Yes. The lounge rooms. Uh, these, these, and these are available. Um, yours is not gonna. Uh, the the door to Graz's and, and um, Kitty's lab are, I assume, still closed. Yeah. Those two, these two are not, and this one, I point to mine, and then I point downstairs uh, where the other rooms have been taken, but everything else is available. I love, by the way, that oh. even after everything has been put down, Jack can't bother to match his typing with the font of the rest of the typing on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just go with the default. I'll probably take a room downstairs if it's self-select. Be my guest. Uh, Whose rooms are these up here, though? If I need to find somebody, I mean. This is mine. That was uh, our alchemist's lab. Oh. It won't be in use, but we are going to leave it for now. That was uh, our other Wookiees. I'll point at Graz's. I see. I'll leave those to you all then. Right. I did not introduce myself fully before. Um, You're Nariz. Nariz, yes. Uh, Jin Arizardun. But Nariz works. Yes. Between the two of us, I will be fine if you call me Lanorica then. All right. Yeah, and you obviously would know that uh, mm-hmm. Jinirizardun Ardun would make mm-hmm. Nariz part of uh, Jinibashu's Ardun's family. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. I am going to be in the lounge and I go and sit down. And Jash pauses for a moment to have the smallest of existential crises. Um, uh, uh, to answer your question, Jack, I think mm-hmm. the riot armor is better than the laminate armor. Let me double check. Just because okay. it provides you with that automatic uh, advantage on vigilance checks. Gotcha. Um, but let me double check that because I need to pull up a different book for the laminate armor. Uh, laminate armor. So laminate armor just has two soak, no defense. Uh-huh. Uh, the riot armor, which is the fresh armor. Also has two soak, but it gives you that advantage to the. Okay. Um, laminate armor just has two soak, and that's it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the laminate armor does have three hard points, where the uh, where the luck armor only has one hard point, so that might make it better for you, depending on what you want. Okay. Uh, and the laminate and the the riot armor can't is not designed to be fully sealed. 
Right. Um, Whereas where the laminate does. can be. So, yeah. Okay. There's also that. Sounds good. So, mechanically, by itself, right. uh, the luck armor, the right armor is better, but it depends on what you're right. looking for. Okay. But yes, the, there are also a few suits of laminate of, of Sith Empire laminate armor in the armory that you guys have, if people want to deface those and repurpose them. <laughs> Josh will like drag one of those into his room and sort of just set it up in a corner and for for consideration later, but yeah. yeah. All right. You are all in the quiet of the hyperspace lane. Well, it's not even a lane. It's a direct jump because this the place you're going is not on any hyperspace routes. Would um, like and to... Josh will probably go looking for either Red or Ileana initially. Whoever is more easily findable. Red's pretty easy to find, but is in the cockpit, which might be more roundabout, depending on where Ileana is. As usual, insert random part of ship. So, whoever you want to find first. Okay. We're making this so easy. That's, nope, I, I have my I have my own way of determining this. I prefer to think of it as giving Jack agency. Right. As opposed to not making a choice. Okay. He finds Ileana first. Okay. So. <laughs> if he didn't succeed, then he would have just kept walking until he got to the cockpit. Uh, Fair. So step up and skip. And yep. The, the helmet is off by this point, so obviously, Chiss. Um, I didn't introduce myself earlier. Uh, Josh. Yes. And if there's anything you need to know that you don't already, please feel free to just come and ask. There won't be. Very well. Because I know things. In that case, is there anything I should ask you? You'll know when you need know. to. <laughs> reasonable enough. Was Corserath wrong? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. She's being much meaner than she normally would be. That made me cry, okay. <laughs> I like your light whip, by the way. Thank you. I like your being tall. I worked hard at that. It's taken a little while, but I think it works for me now. It does. It does. It really does. Um, okay. I'll be off to do what you already know I'm going to do. I don't know everything. I just know things. God. God damn it. <laughs> You're Layla Miller and you know things? God damn it. It literally just occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I do not rescind any of my statements. <laughs> I love when Jeremy makes a realization about his characters that n- almost nobody gets, but Jeremy. Because it's just like... <laughs> and Jack. I mean, I saw almost nobody. <laughs> right. It's usually and... one to three people. Yep. Right. And Josh will head up to the cockpit unless he meets anybody else along the way. You succeed at getting to the cockpit unmolested. Right. Oh, good. Uh, I hear your name is Red. Yep. Am I interrupting you? No. uh, No. That does its own thing. To put a few obvious things out there then um i'm brand new my name you can call me josh and uh if there's anything you need to know please don't hesitate to ask i'm red i had no way of knowing that you were new and um same back i guess Next time we're on a station, I'm going to actually buy food because no one else on this ship seemed to care. I don't eat. Josh is wearing a utility belt and pulls out um, just like whatever the space equivalent of some fruit leather is. Yeah. This is what I have if you need something while you're up here. No, there's rations. What are you even holding? I can tell that it's not. I love oh, my um, run by the pull the front part of the hair up illustratively. That would uh No, I see what you mean. Um it's dried fruit. Mm. What I mean is that we have a ship of Wait, I need to not count John. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> Six people, five of whom have nominally compatible dietary habits and ration packs. Hmm. No, I think I see your point. Little, little, little bit of actual taste might might uh, help with some things. Yeah. Um, don't ask about the Wookiees. No. And try not to get stabbed too much. You might have an easier time of that than me. Uh, I just love the easy idea. is comparative, but yes, I just, I just love the idea that nobody aboard the Shio ever thought about food as anything other than nutrients to go in. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just like so I feel rations like work. Would have thought of it, considered <laughs> like a fruit stand, and been like, I can spend these five credits on more ingredients, or I can spend them um, on sustenance. <laughs> nah. It's just like everyone's eating ration blocks and red comes in. It's like, where's the food? It's like, here, that's not food. I mean, from Forcerath's <laughs> perspective, we haven't stopped anywhere that really could have provided a lot of food. Like the one place we stopped that had a market was the slave station. <laughs> it's just funny. Are you saying that on the <laughs> organization vessel, you could not special order some fruits? I mean, that would require that the Aeon Cutter goes somewhere with a trade market. 
It was when we first started. It was literally docked at, if I recall, a pretty broad market where you can get just about anything. Yep. Yeah, that was before we had the Shio, though. That was when we left to get the Shio. <laughs> anyway. Also, I have five cunts. And when you, when you left from there, you also had food because Zook was on board and he was making it. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's also fair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It wasn't until you got Look, the Shio. Look, it's a funny you... bit that I'm going to gimmick for a little, okay? <laughs> Legit. Mm -hmm. Anyways. And well, I think you were my last stop because technically I've already been introduced to Avazia and she's just terrifying anyway, so I'm going to let that marinate for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Good talk. <laughs> I'm gonna go reconstitute the hangar back into a sparring ring if you're interested. I will absolutely help with that. And I'm gonna start shoving the sort of the stuff that was used to make the hangar a refugee base <laughs> away so that there's free space. Yeah. Or Sarath watches them go having never left the comm station. <laughs> Depending on how quiet you were, Red may have not realized you hadn't left. He has been pretty quiet. He's both been pouring over that data slate. All that you're getting from it is coordinates. Would you like I to? Know. Would you like to investigate what those coordinates might be? Yes. You're making out a rim roll difficulty two. I'm not going to be great at that, but I can still make the roll. Or a computer's roll difficulty three. Uh, outer rim or computers uh, they are the exact same. <laughs> Crack is actually headed to the cockpit so I, I would say William wherever a, a, an appropriate moment is Crack walks in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea where those coordinates go to. Yeah. Could be a star for all you know. Yeah. Hi Corsaroth. Crack. Just coming up to make sure that the modifications to the piloting system were correctly done. Well, Red hasn't complained about not being able to interface with the pilot system, so... Red also crashed into another ship. <laughs> Plowed through another ship. Still a crash. Why does no one agree on the definition of crashing on this ship? I would argue that a crash involves the ship not being quite usable afterward. We took, we took structural damage, nothing was disabled. Rack just sort of makes a high pitch whining noise and goes over and starts checking the calibrations. It's 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 it it, it it's kind of fluting and also just It was certainly a collision and it was certainly unintentional. But when I but when I can but, but when I consider a crash, I typically think the thing is no longer usable afterwards or at least significantly less usable. Hmm. Um. Welcome to Star Wars Episode 18, Revenge of the Pedant. <laughs> um, this is, I think, for, cra for, for Crack, the equivalent of, of the babysitter saying, nap, unconscious, it's the same thing. <laughs> But I mean, it is, but for what, <laughs> that's 
that's a mother saying that. First of all, well, I've never heard that. That is instantly my favorite babysitter rule. Uh, I I hope to God it's not been said before. It was not something oh, that is I like a, a it's saying been said before. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> he, he fell asleep in the car. What, he doesn't always sleep with his eyes open? <laughs> I, well, it, it may have been said before along the lines of, all right, I will ask the witness again. <laughs> Did the defendant say? Miss um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, Corsair, for, what, for what it's worth, I'm not a pilot, so you don't have to worry about me making that distinction. What are you working on? As Crack desperately tries to change the subject. Trying to figure out where these coordinates go. Oh, is it a star chart or simply coordinates? It's just a set of coordinates. Hmm. Do you mind if I take a look? That's the data slide over. You can make either a computer difficulty three or a outer rim difficulty two. Uh, I would like to make a computer difficulty three. I like how we just dropped the word roll off of those sentences and it's understood. <laughs> As opposed to, I would like to make a computer difficulty it's three. Still completely comprehensible. Two, two success and an advantage. <clears throat> uh, so, looking at the chart and looking at the coordinates that you'd already plugged into the NASA computer, it looks like this goes to a planet called Ibanji, um, which is a. It's in the outer rim. Uh, it's in the Merukar sector, and it's uh, it is basically abandoned. Like there are there are there are there there are a ver- there are a variety of native carnivorous species on it, but it's mostly wasteland. There's not really a whole lot of biome diversity on this planet, and there's not really a whole lot of sustainable life. Uh, it's live the, the atmosphere is breathable for for certain types of sapients and not others um none of this is encouraging <laughs> um, but it is it is mostly a barren rock uh, how do you okay. spell that planet for my for putting it in the notes document ibanji i b a n j j i oh i was missing one j i thought i thought oh. I, I was right there with you i had everything except that second j i just want you to know it's. Uh, I'm never not going to refer to it as Jumanji, right? Mm-hmm. I will. I it will is pull- the polar. Uh, it, it it is it is almost as opposite to Jumanji as you can possibly get. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's called a Banji, so it's Jumanji. <laughs> um, I, I feel w- like the opposite of Jumanji is Fred. To be honest. I, I was more thinking uh, biome stuff, biome wise, as oh, opposed okay. to biome wise, probably yeah. yeah. Whereas Jumanji is a jungle, right? This one's this one's a a, a, a blasted wasteland. <laughs> Not even uh, desert, like just wasteland. But is it frozen? Because then it would be the opposite. So Hoth is the opposite of Jumanji, is what you're saying. Yes. It is not frozen, okay. no. It is, it is more... Uh, uh, Which episode was Eric. Revenge of the Pedant again? 18, 18 guys. 18. All of them. <laughs> Anyways. Yes, that's what you get on that roll. I'm a dick. 
I will pull up whatever information we have on it and share it with Korsaraf. Not much. There's no significant... There's, there, there's basically nothing significant of value on this planet. Which, which equates into nothing that has been recorded about it, almost certainly. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The only thing, the only, the only bit of information is that there, uh, it is the, it is the native home to a cre- to a creature called a varn. Okay. And that's um, whatever that nothing, nothing even about varns is in this information. It's just that <laughs> it's one of those things where like you get like like somebody desperately was trying to come up with a bit of trivia for this planet, <laughs> and so home to predators called varns. That's that's it. <laughs> Nothing much here, Korsaroth, except for this uh, native predatory species. Know what I mean, Varn? Oh, fuck you, Greg. That is is my revenge for the romantic discussion we've been having. Well done, and fuck you. Very well done. Very Um, well done. Why are we looking this up? I miss you so much. Oh, me too. Me too. Mm Mm-hmm. My next character voice. Um, Oh my god, yes! (laughs) That needs to happen. I support Um, this. um, Why are we looking up this planet, Korsaroth? Because this is where we're going. Where did you get this information? From a contact given to me by Nivashusa. Anything we're supposed to do when we're there? It was listed as an emergency evacuation point, so we'll probably be given information once we get there. I see. Well, and it was also given right before the attack came. I hope the Aeon Cutter isn't in need of emergency evacuation. The Aeon Cutter might be damaged, but I suspect that the Order will survive. Korsaroth, do you think mm-hmm. we're headed in the right direction? In what regard? In terms of, is this are we going to here because we were told to, or are we going here because we are supposed to? I can't necessarily answer that one, but when I told Nibishuza that we would be heading to this place that his contact had provided with me, he said he agreed that that was probably wise. So if nothing else, the Exarch is behind this decision. Okay. I'm worried about everyone back on the cutter. We would not have been much use in that particular situation. Maybe you're right, but that doesn't mean it's not worth trying. It doesn't. However, these coordinates were provided to us just before the attack occurred. And Nibishuza was behind, was was in agreement with the decision to head for these coordinates. I think going was the correct decision. All right, Korsaroth. What can I do to help us prepare for our arrival? I think ensure that everything is in order so that we can land and not crash for one find a new pilot correct (laughs) (laughs) i think all things considered the fact that red got us out of a pitched uh, out of a pitched battle involving an imperial capital ship and numerous starfighters with only 
a collision with a fast-moving starfighter is an impressive record. Especially on a ship this old. Uh, there is a there is a, a little sort of sharp fluctuation uh, of of Crack's tentacles that you probably know him well enough to take as a wince, but he doesn't say anything. Give Red a few more tries. I think the fact that we got out of there without it being hit directly is impressive. Of course. When I you want to reiterate that that would have happened on a flat roll, just for the audience. <laughs> when you have a moment, come down by the armory. I have something for you. I have a moment now, if you want. Of course. Um, I, I, he wouldn't have said armory. He would have said engineering. I apologize. Yeah. Um, sleepy Craig error, not crack error. Um, all right. So uh, do we pass anybody on the way down? I think it's pretty much just a straight shot. No, we'd have to go through the lounge. So Yeah, Nariz is in the lounge. I mean, yeah. Got, in the yeah. Lounge. <laughs> okay. Just sort of uh screensavering again okay. as they do sometimes um walking through characters waves hello um What's and then we'll not back and then we'll walk over in engineering and uh go over to a uh very cluttered uh workbench cluttered not messy if that makes sense everything is is in neat rows but it is almost full of components yeah um and we'll open one of the drawers in the bench and pull out the uh bracer guard uh, and hold it out and said i believe you expressed um some interest in this i've examined it i was hoping to find a way to to improve it but uh, i have studied its design and made some notes unfortunately the uh, fact that it's reduced to be difficult to uh, to perceive as a lightsaber has made it all but useless for uh, uh, for the purposes of improving it in any uh, significant way. Hmm. Well, is I appreciate you giving this to me. Uh, uh, crack shrugs and, and says, well, "You said you might find it useful." So he takes it and slides it onto his left arm. Uh, blade on top or blade on bottom of your forearm? Uh, on top. So, Zealot rather than Assassin's Creed. Yes, because he doesn't want to burn his hand off with a plasma blade under his fingers. <laughs> crack, crack, gets, <laughs> crack gets out a set of pictures. All right, now. Um, uh, everything is permitted. We'll just take off this finger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it's fine. We don't need to cut the finger off anymore. We just still burn you with a ring because, you know, assassin tradition. As aesthetic. <laughs> Didn't that, uh, yeah. Because, uh, all right, you're ready to take, you're ready to wear this bracer. Bite on this leather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that's it. Craig, Craig sort of turns away and, and starts uh, resorting through the components of the other lightsabers. And looks over at Korthrath, looks at it for a minute and looks over at Crack. If you were looking to make some improvements to lightsabers, I actually have a few things that 
if you're looking for something to do. <laughs> Crack does his best not to go as he turns around. <laughs> I feel uh, make a make a cool check difficulty too. <laughs> I will willfully fail. <laughs> you actually, you you actually very French to me. Um. Uh. Well, that's uh, crack is short for crack on show, but his, his um, um, which means hot cracking. Uh, but um, he he actually turns around and his his skin actually fly, which is normally kind of a, a a dull orange, actually fluctuates several different colors before he gets himself under control. There's a clicking sound. <laughs> Look out! He's gone full cuttlefish. <laughs> So, of course, Wrath um, sort of pulls out his his normal lightsaber and sort of sets it on the engineering table, and kind of indicates a few a few places on it. There are a certain amount of improvements that could be made on top of this design that I think you are probably the best and perhaps only one suited to make. He says huh. he sort of indicates the um, several locations where the materials are fine as sort of easy sort of goes over like what might need to be done to put the superior hilt personalization attachment onto the <laughs> sure uh, as as that's happening uh, crack increasingly starts to sort of finish Corserath sentences mm-hmm. um, and it it probably is much more obvious to Korstareth uh, than it is to Crack. But way, way back after we first got the lightsabers, Crack let everybody beat the shit out of him so he could study their sabers. Um, mm-hmm. John, if I recall, I think he succeeded on all of his mechanics checks to kind of study the sabers at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So he has he has notes on this saber. And you actually, about halfway through the discussion, he actually pulls out um, a diagram from his data pad showing different ways to expand on it. Mm-hmm. So what mechanically are you trying to get upgraded, William? Uh, just the superior hilt personalization, which grants the lightsaber the superior quality. Okay. Um, do we have enough... Com- we have a shit ton of components that... You have how many guns? Somebody keeping track? Like a tr- like 40? We have a truck full. Yeah. We and, and, like- and, 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 and I took a room, John. I, I took a literal room... From, I, I took a room from the from the engineering bay. I put it on a loader and I put most of it into Neri's room and I kept the rest. So we have um, the did remaining. I you, bits did of, I give you a financial number of how much materials we it was? have? <clears throat> in the armory, we have forty frag grenades, nine riot armor sets, seven sets of laminate armor from the Imperials, ten blaster rifles, ten vibro knives. We ha- we definitely have more blaster rifles than that because we have all yeah, the people those who were di- just that first set that we collected and then we yeah. stopped counting. We because we got we took out everybody in the mine, everybody in the in so the base. We each, raided the entire armory. Each blaster rifle is worth about it has about uh, upping considering that price is upped a bit. Each blaster rifle has about five hundred credits worth of parts in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll say ten of, ten of them would be enough to get this. We'll, we'll, we'll say there are. We'll say there are about 
40 blaster rifles, 40 vibro knives somewhere in the in the like some all the things that you just have 10 of, say you have 40 of instead. Okay. Um, um we have two lightsabers <laughs> And you have two crystals. lightsabers as well. Uh the lightsabers are damaged. Um so mm-hmm. they're worth less than they would be intact. Uh but can they, can they be fixed? Uh they can be, yes, but they'd just be basic lightsabers and that yeah. would require okay. an amount of credits to repair. Okay, all right. Um but the lightsabers would uh if currently as they are would be worth uh uh, weird thing. I, I you don't need to go through that because he's not he's not willing to use the lightsaber parts. But okay. assumably we we have enough stuff from other sources. Yeah, the, uh, the lightsabers yeah. are only worth about 150 credits right now. What about the crystals? The crystals are intact and worth a lot more, but their yeah. crystals and such can't be. You can't just you with yeah, with they, the, the you can't sub the crystals. Yeah, you yeah. can't sub the no. crystals in for uh, for price of mechanics of other things because they're just hypothetically crystals. they could be sold. But yeah, they I, could be sold. Crack's going to turn at least one of them into a new saber. Um, the crystals would be if if sold, the crystals would be worth um, nine thousand credits. Yeah. Mm. Um, the crystals, by the way, are not in evidence on the <laughs> on the the repair yeah. desk. Um, but yeah, so so we'll take we'll take ten of the um ten of the rifles and break them down and make the superior hilts. Yeah, we now have thirty blaster rifles. Um, is this the only thing that Corsarath wants done? That's the only thing that the lightsaber still has hard points for. Okay, um, so right, I'm so going to be a hard mechanics check. And I have the crabots help me. Um, three difficulty. I'm uh, definitely using manipulate and. Oh no! It has it has one more hard point after this, but. Heck, well, okay, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the straight to flip those. So it's a success, two advantage, and a triumph. That'd be two successes if you flip those. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm spending the light side point. So you get, you take two, you take two points of conflict, take two yep. strain, spend a light side point, or spend a light side point, and that's two successes and a triumph, which means you succeed. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say with the triumph, you can up. Uh, I'll say with the triumph, you can upgrade something that's already on the lightsaber. Because, because um, you can't really upgrade the superior mod, I don't think. Uh, does it have any slots? Which book is it in? Is it in the the standard one? Yeah, it's card saber. Book. So it's okay. um, oh. it's actually in uh, oh the Sentinel book. Yeah, yeah. Sentinel book. Superior Superior one. Hill customization does not uh, give any upgrade modifications, but I'll say you could upgrade something that's already on it, like the oh, crystal. Su- actually, so, yeah, Superior Hilt's in the in the core book, page two hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, let's see. Um, can I? There's stuff that I can do. I think I can. I could use that to add an extra hard point in. You could do that too. Um, just, I hate to slow us down, but I know there are specific no, things I can do with this. Um, does it have an underbarrel grenade launcher on it? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> those, the modification rules, I think, may also be in the Sentinel book. Does anybody have the Sentinel book? Uh, it takes oh, forever for me to get the uh, PDFs it. open. Okay, um, can you can you find the um, the list of what I can do with advantage and triumph? Uh, lightsaber hilt crafting. Ba-da-ba. So, did the construction spending 
So hilt crafting includes suggestions on how to integrate uh, any other results into successful life throw. First, crafters can use da, 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 list of it just ah, here we are. So, so with, for, with an advantage for one advantage, you can uh, you can decrease the hilt's encumbrance by one. You can increase the lightsaber's damage by one and encumbrance by two, uh, which would make it require two hands to wield. Uh, you can add, uh, you can give it disguised, which adds a setback to other characters' checks to identify the lightsaber hilt as such when not ignited. You can give it a counterweight, which in which de increases its encumbrance by two, but makes it lose the unwieldy quality and gain the cumbersome quality of the same value. Uh, it already has a cross guard, so you can't give it a cross guard. Uh, you can use it for for a customizable, which increases the lightsaber's hard points by one. You can only do that once, though. Uh, you can give it delicate balance, which is the same thing as uh, counterweight, but the opposite. Uh, you can add, you can give it personalized design. Uh, uh that, no, that doesn't work because you're not the you're not the one wielding it. So, and that right. Um, I, I mean, I would say just in in general, I would say. Crack has already examined this. He he's talking over the options while he's working. Uh, William, if you just want to want to go ahead and spend the points on whatever you would yeah. like, it's your saber. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. I'm not um, gonna choose your upgrades. Let's see. I think fine-tuned emitter would probably be useful. Okay. Adds, adds an automatic advantage to combat checks made with his lightsaber. And that sort of precision is very much Crack's jam, so that, that makes sense, too. He's he's very happy about that. Right. So you, you upgrade it to a superior lightsaber, which increases its damage by one and gives it an automatic advantage on all attack, uh, on all attack rolls, uh, and then fine-tune the emitter, which gives it another automatic advantage on all checks made with the lightsaber. So that'd be two A. Yeah, is the two A would be your new modification. Two lowercase A, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, uh, superior quality on weapons also. Uh, let me take item call. Uh, so a a superior weapon generates automatic advantages on all checks, and its base damage is increased by one. So that's the yeah. only. So you increase the base damage of your lightsaber by one. And it now generates two advantages. And it now generates two advantages on all checks related to its use. Good. That is pretty sweet. I think I'm going to do that for mine, too. It now looks significantly more streamlined than it did previously. The the sort of the sort of the um the sort of rough patchwork nature that it had previously has been refined to a much more elegant style. Um, and I think if if possible, um, Crack would with obviously with Corsarath's supervision and permission uh, would like to work in an element of styling that is evocative of um, sort of Corsarath and Avasia both, like them their union and them together. Sure. What what do you think that would be? Um, well, for one thing, um, the cross guard isn't a, isn't a traditional cross guard. It's a pair of um, field emitters that sort of create this sort of containment field around the around what would be the hilt of the blade. They're actual physical objects. Okay. Um, and so styling those two those two emitters after Corsarath and Avazia because when the lightsaber is off, they clack they clack shut. 
and when it's open, they they ride, they they flat, they fan out like a sword's cross guard. Okay, so that's um, and yeah. also when it's turned on now, the beam is slightly narrower and more coherent than it has been previously, because the emitter has been fine too. <laughs> All right, so when it's finished, uh, Crack will hand it to Corsarath for inspection. Looks it over for a minute, turns it over in his hands, turns it on, feels the balance. He says, excellent work, Crack. Um, Crack sort of nods and then reaches out and hugs Corsarath. <laughs> turns the lightsaber off before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then returns the hug. This is what we do now. <laughs> Fair enough. Let me know if you have any other ideas. There are plenty of parts left. Um, also, um, and he he picks up the data pad and sort of flips it over and um, uh, shows uh, shows Korsarath a series of notes on. Um, on Avasia's saber from the time that she kicked the crap out of him and uh, and says, she won't listen to me, but if you can let her know, I'd be happy to help with hers too. You'll take the data pad. I'll see uh, what I can do. No, that's my pad. Uh, but we'll, we'll transfer it to your pad. Give a copy to you. Yeah, so take the copy. No. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Um, and he turns back as as Corsarath is leaving. Turns back to the crabots who have been helping him. Says, "Great job, everyone! Really fantastic work." Now remember this feeling the next time you try to open a door slightly. <laughs> <laughs> he he sort of looks over his shoulder. I have a few more ideas, but I'll let you do work for yourself for the moment. Oh no no. We can go now. <laughs> he look. He looks him over. You just like to do anything that you can, don't you? He, he, he pauses for a second and he says, keeping busy helps. I understand that. And without, without tying up the role playing any further, he would like to get the curved tilt modification. <laughs> Okay. Now make another. Uh, how much does that one cost? Uh, another one thousand. <laughs> one thousand. So two so more. Two more blasters. Two more, you brought two more blasters. Make a mechanics difficulty three. Twenty-eight blaster rifles left. Difficulty three. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's always difficulty three to make modifications to a weapon. Sure. Ah, uh, Kravat's helping again. Um. I, I, I feel like I should at least ask, can I get an extra bonus dice from the studying I did on these before? No. Okay. That's what's letting you, you know, that's what's, that's what's letting you do the things in the first place. Totally fair. Uh, holy shit. Not a triumph, but um, I, I'm not. Uh, so six successes and three advantage. Absolutely succeed in doing the thing. And you can spend those advantages if you like as well. Does that yep. let you put a modification on that? Uh, three would yes would let you put an extra hard point space. Um, because the, there's or, a, there's actually a mod for the um for the curved hilt that gives it an extra defensive one. Yeah, I think it I think it would. Uh, I don't 
to do those, you have to make additional checks after it's already been installed. Unless you uh, have a triumph, it's been a triumph for that. Uh, can I um, can I just apply those forward then to to that next roll as boosts? Um, if you're going to continue making the roll, then yes. Yeah. Is that sure? Why not? We get the the defensive plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's what I'll do. So hang on, let me let me take a look at what it takes upgrade and uh, modification. Install and to upgrade. Te technically, we're we're doing an attachment and then we are modding that attachment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Modding attachment. Solomod is three. If you succeed, you have a Solomod. Benefits in the previous thing. Uh. Oh, hang on, hang on. We I might have been making, we might have been rolling incorrectly. I might have been looking at the wrong information. Give me a second. I, th I, I think maybe you've been having me roll as though everything were mods. As yes, as yes, because the installing mods as opposed to installing attachments, it's yeah. all in the same location and it's not very. Uh. The mod is an additional hundred credits. Uh, I'll just, I'll use the parts from one of the savers. Yeah. We'll just say that role was for installing the mod then. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Um That's the only yeah. that is the only so so looking through the customization rules, the only role it says you need to make is for installing a mod, not for installing an attachment. But yeah, it doesn't I actually think... clarify how you install attachments. I think they just <laughs> click into the hard points. Yeah, I think they just take up a hard point and you spend the credits for the materials. If, or if you're making the thing or modifying the base weapon to oh, have yeah. hard points. Yeah. yeah, okay, so here it is right here. Attachments have a set base has a set of base modifiers that they automatically grant when installed. Installing an attachment is a fairly simple process and simply requires a few minutes of uninterrupted work. So yeah, you don't even have to roll to install an attachment. You just have to roll to, to mod the attachment. Okay. Oh. Uh, if that's you want to use those advantages works. to add another hard point, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, can we do that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. Cool. So it has an extra. Uh, yes, I can put one more attachment on this thing later. We will leave right previous rolls as they were, and moving forward, use the correct rules. Got it. <laughs> so, actually, actually, no. I, I, I because you're modif because you're crafting these attachments from from raw parts. I'll say you still need to make the roll, but the difficulty will be lower next time. Fair. That's fair. Because you are making the attachments and then attaching them rather than buying the attachment and putting it in. <laughs> this week on Pimp My Saber. Um... We'll say that's we'll <laughs> say that's why you've been having to make rolls. <laughs> sure. It works totally fine for me. Um, okay, so now it has an extra hard point. Yes. Yeah. Extra hard point. And, and, yeah, and I was gonna say, and it and it gets the extra uh, uh, for the curb tilt, the defensive. Yep. And a third advantage that it generates automatically as long as I'm fighting only one target. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, Jack. Uh, when you when you modify attachments on your own lightsaber, you decrease the difficulty of mechanics checks by two. 
Right. So we are 18 sessions in, and this is the first session I think I've actually been able to use my talents as a as an artisan. So when you modify your own, when you modify the attachments on your own lightsaber crack, your difficulty would be one, unless you have something mm -hmm. to further reduce the difficulty. Sure. I do sometimes, but it depends. All right. That's done. As you finish that, all of you feel sick. All of you that are currently attached to the Force, I should say. Mm -hmm. You feel this sort of sickening dread in your gut. And then it goes away. I don't believe I missed this. Did you feel that? I did. So it's not the kelp soylent. Does that, are, are we nearing the time where we would be reaching the end of our hyperspace no, journey? No, you're still in the middle of the hyperspace journey. Is that something on the ship? Or is, or, or is, it, uh, is it the sense of a, a thousand voices crying out as one and then being suddenly silenced? It's not quite that, but it's similar. Something is bad it? just happened. Yes. <laughs> Let's find Ileana. Probably wise. Which let's play. Which part of the ship is Ileana in? I have a bad feeling about this. Currently washing her mouth out again. <laughs> ah, it's time with vomit. <laughs> Crack burst into the refresher. That's Ileana. not washing. Jack, that's not washing. Although it is, it might actually taste better. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's jump right off that train. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> jump right off that train as if you're being dragged off by an NPC trying to kill you. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> I recall it was kind of the other way around, but okay. I got no. I got dragged the NPC, off the train. The NPC active. For those who need context, during our Eberron game, um, John, the party was attacked on a lightning rail, as happens in Eberron. And this group that was created to literally be the polar opposite of the other group. And I had thought at one point, you know, it'd be cool if like maybe one or two of them got away and then they could be recurring things. Um, one of them pulled John's character out the train, and so he proceeded to get a horse, hunt all of them down, and kill them. You pulled the fighter off the train. Fighter yes. gonna fight. Because the fighter was trying to kill, all, was, was killing everybody on the train. <laughs> Anyways. Where's the so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. It is. That's why I'm asking. Um, Thank you, Norris. <laughs> I like to imagine that... Where would she... Where would she have ended up? I feel like she might be like... Same place I have her token right now. She's just hanging out in one of the because she never left there. Okay. Is is Korsaroth coming with with Crack? Sure. Okay. Does anybody else from the uh, from the lounge come? Um. Well, 
if there is a small group heading in a very specific direction, what is happening? We're trying to find Ileana and ask her about what just happened. What just happened? Something uh, bad. A, a sense of foreboding through the force. Avasia, did you feel it? Yes. I will right. you. Avasia, Korsarath has something to talk to you about later. <laughs> Korsarath legitimately laughs. She will look at Korsarath and raise an eyebrow. We'll talk later. I'll come with then, yeah. All right. He just kind of he just kind of gives her this sort of like heavily amused smirk. So, uh, Ilyana, a group of uh -huh. people approach from above you yes. because you're in the turret, which is yes. down. <laughs> Hi. Did you feel that? And she's like, she's gotten I, wherever she got. Who knows? Who knows where she got it? But it's basically like a packet of Tang that she's currently. <laughs> <laughs> like pixie, pixie sticks. Flavor yes. powder. Flavor powder. Yes. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. Do you have any idea what that was? Something bad, I doubt. That, that was that was my thought as well. Do you have the capacity to take a look? Yoliana, we don't have time for your shit. What was it? <laughs> and the hatch knocks is real bad. Closes. Knock, knock, knock. To the intercom, what? Can you? I will look. Be more. Thank you. I will look. <laughs> crack, crack has crack? some. Crack has some like leveling issues right now, where it's like either too low or too high, but it hasn't quite gotten. To crack. The... Crack turns to Corsarath and is like, <laughs> just, just pointing, pointing at the door. Vasi is going to punch Crack in the arm. Ow! People could be in danger. It's it's understandable. <sighs> she needs to tell us what's going on. She will tell us and what she, she can. Herself okay. or us in greater danger by looking from from what I have been taught. And that note. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Make your own. No, no, legit. No, no, that that's totally fair. Um, we don't have time to play scuttlepoke. I'm just interested. I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that Ilyana has convinced everybody else that her that her abilities work backwards. Right. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what Ilyana's abilities are at this point. Okay. <laughs> when you scry on something through the force it can look back at you yeah if it is powerful. no no I, I i i mean that Ilyana's foresee ability for seeing the future can see things that have happened previously listen Ilyana pulled a knife out of thin air and we've already red only um, caught the tail end of this conversation so i have a question yes and again, this is this is this is, and I don't know if there are upgrades that change this that would make that that would explain why. But 
Seek allows you to find faraway things. Mm -hmm. If we got a sense of something, can I use seek to follow that sense? Without knowing specifically what that thing is. Uh, so like to get a general direction of it or to physically follow it? Like, eh, yes. Yes, you could get a you could you could sense a thing, right? Because um, yeah, it's a, I can spend two force. No, 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 it's funny. It's almost like I didn't read the power. <laughs> you can re spend two force points to get insight into the general location or direction of a person of object that 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 he knows about. I guess what I'm saying is, is that sense enough to be something that I know about? Yeah, yeah, that you could you okay. could you could use seek to get insight into what that feeling was. Yes, okay, cool. Yeah. So you would you would um, get that that spending two points would let you do that. Right. So I will try that first and then I will foresee. Uh first one. Boop boop. I'll make sure that there's nothing nothing related to Okay. I mean, there's two. There you go. Uh, that feeling is the feel. That was the feeling of someone steeped in the dark side of the Force. Uh huh. Using that corruptive influence to torture someone of significant power. Okay. So what you felt was sort of the, you felt pain and corruption right. sort of mixing together, and it originates from the area the Aeon Cutter was in. The only way I can describe it as a very confusing sound is heard. Um, <laughs> and oh. then, okay. uh, 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 hold please. And I will use the other thing that I have, right. because why not? Uh, yeah, I will. I will take the. I will take the. Take the 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 conflict, and flip the point. One light side remaining. So that is two. And I will. Uh... So How many days do we have until we reach where we are? Less than a day. Basically, okay. Like halfway through. Yeah. So I will do. Then I will do one day of of one day forward, and one point worth of details. Okay. You see a figure dressed in uh, what seems to be repurposed uh, uh, what seems to be repurposed laminate armor um, wielding a very big uh, rifle that appears to be a disruptor rifle uh, disintegrating the cockpit of an imperial starfighter on a on a planet, on an arid wasteland. Okay. You get a sense of danger. 
and you get a sense of regrouping. So my question is the person... Uh, let me look at my... You've never seen them before. Uh, so they were not... They're not the masked figure in the red cloak and Correct. the Durasteel helmet with the splash of... Still haven't seen them yet. Still haven't seen them yet, no. Okay. They have been... Presumably they have been doing things nearby, but not in right. your... Not that you've, you haven't directly yeah. interfered with them yet. Our paths have, pa have crossed tangentially. Yes. Okay. So after a couple after a couple minutes, okay, I have some answers, kind of. Share what you have. Crack needs to apologize first. I'm sorry. Thank you. Vasya um, hit me. Thank you. And I will do it again. I thought I thought she I opened the door for that. that. Yeah, I opened the hatch for, for that potential. <laughs> Crack gives Avasia a thumbs up. <laughs> so I have some very bad news, which is somebody survived, I think. You're going to have to elaborate on the bad news part of that. Somebody an survived idea, but... and they still lost. Mm -hmm. Someone that from is, the cutter? That's what that was. The, the cutter lost or the other side lost? Uh, oh, oh the, the, the other side won. Oh. We saw, so the, I've seen that person before. And I saw, like, I, like I said, they would see the fact that still somewhere and that fight happened. It's clear they were winning. Um, Nuri's is going to stop suppressing at this point, so they flicker up in your vision. You feel, as soon as you stop suppressing, you feel yep. this wave of nausea almost hitting you. Yeah, that's the stuff. Yep. Um, and uh, So we're making it to the planet because you said it's like desolate and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's somebody there. Uh, I see a ship. See somebody blow it up. Presumably not our ship. Not our ship. Mm -hmm. Well, blow the cockpit up, not necessarily the whole thing. Understandable. Um, and yeah, it's not. It's it's it. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a vacation. So, that is more information than we had. Seems I shall have to upgrade my armor immediately then. <laughs> I'll show you to the engineering. Would anybody be have objections if I co-opted a couple suits of the laminate for resources and parts? No, they're not being used. We have no immediate use for them. Take what you need. 
Excellent. Thank you. We, before I say this in character, I want to make sure I'm remembering out of character. The the droids that we have, they, do they have cortosis plating? They do. Okay. Um, so Crack will say, we also have cortosis. Really? Can you modify it? Yes. With time, probably not before our arrival. And perhaps not with the t- tools I have available here. All right. I never did get around to asking Saris about uh, about how to, the how to work Cortosis. We super did not no, have I know. time. I know you didn't. <laughs> just... Crack had time to have a little cry in an ink bath, and then he had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, you were going to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I like that Crack is confident about it anyway, after chastising both the prophet and the mechanic for being insufficient in their capacity. <laughs> oh, the question, the question time, was, I'll get started on that. The question was, can you do it? Not, can you do it now? <laughs> it is possible. These characters. Right. All right. Right. Josh is going to go start ripping apart armor suits then. <laughs> you go rip apart armor suits. So the each each suit of laminate um, is worth about laminate's twenty five hundred market price. I know, right? Armoire, armoire. Uh, laminate is worth yeah. So laminate uh, in parts worth about eighteen hundred credits. Instructions unclear. I've made an armoire. <laughs> <laughs> Here, wear this. It's made of wood. <laughs> worked in Beauty and the Beast. She killed the fuck out of that peasant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, right. uh, do you want help with this? If Crack is willing to help, absolutely. Okay. Is there a project? Yes. What? What? Uh, so, what modifications are you trying to make? Uh, Laminate has four hard points, right? Ye- no, it has three. It has, three? An, enc- it has oh. an encumbrance of four, but it has three hard points. Oh, okay, gotcha. Three hard points is perfect then. Uh, a biofeedback system and an energy dispersion system. All right, how much do those cost? Uh, one of them, first one's 3,300, second one's 500. So it'll take, what, three? It'll take three. just over two suits. So yeah. three, three, three suits worth of parts? Yep. All right. Uh, so it'll be. And let me take those real quick. Where are those? Uh, page two hundred four in Force and Destiny. Well, two hundred three, two hundred four, or two hundred, two hundred one. What am I doing? I don't know. Biofeedback system. Yep. And then energy dispersion system is the one directly after that. Okay. So it'll be. Uh, so it'll be two difficulty two two two. Two two difficulty mechanics checks. Okay. To, cre- to create these things. Um, and then they just kind of click in, right? Yeah, and then it just takes a few minutes to attach them. Would Would you okay. like me to do it? I get I get a bonus. Sure. Why not? Um, actually, I I just realized I have a talent that should have been given me an extra bonus. Well, you can add that to these rolls. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the third, the third suit that you take apart leaves you with sixteen hundred credits worth of parts because you only need to use two hundred credits to, of the third suit. I, to... I will, I, I will put that there. We have an extra, so sixteen hundred, and then an extra five hundred from the saber that I took apart too. Yep. 
Okay. Um, well, an extra 50, not 500. I'm sorry. Yeah, 50. <laughs> so 1650 in spare parts. Yeah. Um, uh, difficulty three or two? Two. Difficulty two. Okay. Bam. Uh, five success, three advantage. So, that's, so you've successfully created the first uh, attachment. And then roll again. Yep. And you've successfully yeah. created the second attachment. Four success, two advantage. So you have successfully created these attachments. It just takes a few minutes to install them into the armor now. Okay. Um, and Crack will make sure that they are uh, well fitted and uh, allow as much movement as possible. Mm-hmm. Are those advantages able to be spent on anything? No, not for crafting okay. the attachments. No problem then. All right. And then you can spend 100 credits of parts and a difficulty three mechanics roll to install any of the mods that are available for those two. Which can I... for for the uh, biofeedback is give you can give you can install the innate talent uh, the rapid recovery mod. Um, okay. And for the energy dispersal system, it only has it has no modification, so no mods there. So. Can can I take the uh, the advantage and apply them as bonuses to that roll? Sure. Okay. For the next roll, yeah. All right. Yep. I'll spend. I'll I'll give the go ahead on the spending of the creds for that innate rapid recovery talent. Mm. Okay, so what an innate talent does is that it gives you one rank of it gives you a number of ranks of that talent in this case one while you're wearing that piece of gear cool um can we in character say that that's the sort of making sure these are are as as sure. well fitted as possible to allow yeah. for fluid movement okay um i'm getting seven bonus dice Okay, I was going to say it would be hilarious if I fucked it up. I, I'm not going to flip that force die. <laughs> I wish. You succeed <laughs> You succeed at installing the innate talent rapid recovery mod. I'm going to remove the strain that I have Let's, you do that. as I find this relaxing. It's therapeutic <laughs> working on modifications. So however. what the rapid recovery talent does is at the end of every encounter, you recover a number of strain equal to the ranks of rapid recovery you have. Nice. Also, I put in small fans to keep you cool. So you recover one strain at the end of every round. Or every at the end of every encounter. After a fight is over, you get a strain back. Nice. And in the color, there's a little straw with some <laughs> refreshing <laughs> beverage. What do you what do you uh, what do you modify the exterior of the armor to look like? Since it's laminate, it at the moment it is this bulky black with red with red highlights and the imperial the sith empire logo on both shoulders um jash will actually kind of try to give it a slightly more streamlined appearance um and the red gets gets color shifted to blue um, and there is simply a, uh, and, and he'll, he'll, he'll take a tool and just scar a heavy slash through the Imperial logo. 
and then fill that with blue as well. All right, so you deface the Imperial logo, blueify yep. it, blue all the red. <laughs> yep. Makes you a nice instant target there. Got it? Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else anybody else is doing over the course of the rest of the day? Um, Nariz is, is keeping the suppressed down right now. Um, and is actually has kind of paused there outside of uh, the door and is looking at the uh, talisman that Graz gave them. Um, trying to figure out what it is, what it might do, because I know that the ones that Kitty made you mean the had totem? a purpose. I don't... Oh, okay. The, yeah. the, the totem as opposed to a talisman? Yeah. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, give me a lore check. Difficulty two. Okay. I'm going to spend a destiny on that. Last one. Let's spend the last one. I want this to work. Uh, difficulty two. Yep. Use the light side. Okay. And that does what? Gives me a boost die, right? That upgrades. Upgrades. Upgrades, upgrades your roll. Nice. nice. Even better. Lore. Here we go. A success. So you you know that these are uh, these are Wookiee totems uh, that are given to people when they are sort of going separate ways. Uh, it's okay. a sign. It's a traditional Wookiee thing where it's it's sort of a sign of it means we are parting, but we are not apart kind of thing. Okay. Like there's like and it, it's sort of a we will see each other again. Mm-hmm this is a temporary parting kind of gift that Wookiees will give to one another whenever they have to separate for long periods of time. Um, you don't know if there's anything more significant about that than the, okay. than, about these than that. Mm-hmm. All right. And so... Can I, su- can I suggest that their advantage might incline them to know where on the ship they might be able to look if they're looking for more information? Yeah. Um, you might if if you're looking for more relevant information, you might find something in Grouse's room. <sighs> I will. Yeah, as I'll we go. die, more and more of these rooms are going to become shrines. The <laughs> going to be entirely turned over. It's like, why can't we use any of the? No, you can't use or that, the room, that, room, room, that room or the med bay or the lounge. <laughs> Well, because um, there was someone three people ago that no one would talk about that used to live there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I hope none of the crab bots ever bite it, or otherwise nobody's going to be allowed uh, to do maintenance on this place ever again. I was going to say it's it, it's going to come down to you you sleep in that air duct and you like it, but the air duct <laughs> is where the crab bots are. Mouse, stay out of my air ducts. <laughs> Yeah. I uh, mean, let's be honest. The last person who dies will definitely be Crack. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Crack's, out, gonna get, Crack's gonna outlive us all. Mm-hmm. Just a sad, a sad squid man oh. haunting the spaceways, wandering the Shio alone. God. I still I love don't it. know what a Shio is, but I'm <laughs> flying it. Also, I do like I that this, this ship named after a named after a bird from Kashyyyk no longer has any Wookiees on it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's beautiful. 
Yeah, I'll go to I'll go to Graz's room. All right, you find what do they find there, Jack? Well, you open the door and it goes beep, 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 beep. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and the ship explodes. Uh, cause a massive hull explosion in the middle of fucking... Uh, there's a sheet of flimsiplast on the bed and a cred stick. Mm. What's flim... Uh- Paper. paper. It's okay. space paper. Space Sorry. paper. Space paper. Okay. There's space, space paper, paper on the bed. <laughs> I lift up the sp- flimsy, the flimsy plast, or extrapolate out flimsy plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. It's plastic paper. Um, paper, which simply says, "My friends, the paths guided by the force are known to diverge, and I am leaving the Shio to attend to the aftermath of my sister's death." Perhaps we will meet again in the future, but for now, my destiny takes me away. In balance, we find the force. P.S. Share the credits. Hmm? <laughs> and pick up the cred stick. How much is on it? Uh, so th- there's 5,000 uh, <laughs> Imperial credits and 2,500 hut space credits on there. <laughs> this is like <laughs> cross up 4,000 credits. <laughs> <laughs> I will put both of those in my chest cavity. Because listen, what is it if not a place to store everything? <laughs> Just all the things. And Nariz will exit and start suppressing it because this is, this is, I'm good now. All right. You share the note or the credits. Um... Yeah, I'll just like send a message to. I was waiting for a note. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't use them. I yeah. Um, Graz left us five thousand imperial credits, twenty five hundred hut space credits. If we get to a place where we can spend them, Hutties credits, by the way. Yes. Hutties credits. Hutties credits. We'll need we'll need to find a place to turn the Imperial credits probably into more Hutties credits just to be more useful. Most likely. But the public credits are no good we'll out fine, here. Though. We want something more real. <laughs> Crime if, money is acceptable if, everywhere. <laughs> if anyone needs my assistance, I will be in the mid bay until we land. Mm-hmm. And I'll click off. And head there. Corsarath will eventually head to um, sit down in a quiet space with Avazia. Okay. What was Crack talking about? Well, take a look at this. He says he just kind of underhand lobs his lightsaber towards Avazia. She she will look at the saber. (laughs) The hilt is now curved. It's significantly different than it was previously. It's nicer. It's got your initials carved into the hill. <laughs> there balanced. are chibi versions of Corsaroth and Avasi. You know? <laughs> oh, yes. A little heart that says K plus A forever. There, there, are, there are definitely stylized <laughs> representations of the two of them on what on what had previously just been very rough um, industrial stabilizer grade stabilizers. I like the idea of chippies a lot. <laughs> oh, he made you a promise, Saber. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They are engaged. No, no they're married. married. No, that was the joke. <laughs> 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 Chris Roth couldn't remember. 
I mean, they are engaged on a technical term right now, yes, because they're within a certain space of each other. Oh. <laughs> God. I don't know you will examine it. Very much. The quality has greatly improved from the last time you saw it. It looks nice. I'm assuming cracks work. Almost entirely. He is desperate to make improvements wherever possible on anyone's lightsaber, and he is well aware that you would not be amiable to him suggesting it himself. She she will laugh to herself. I was actually planning on approaching him about making improvements on that. <laughs> uh, timing is excellent. I I will approach him in, in my own time, in my own way. At night when he's asleep with your lightsaber. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's showing you in her mind. No, Warblade. Warblade. Lightsaber casts light in the dark. Well, that's the point. You well, wanted yeah, to cast light. It, it becomes that scene from the new trilogy with Luke and Ben Solo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Except instead of instead of lashing out like so it did crack just like knock the face. <laughs> we Different. all know that the proper way to approach a crack for a rational, regular conversation is to walk into his room when he's not there, sit down and wait in the dark for him to show up. <laughs> Still one of my and favorite moments. Validation. Are you here for the lie? <laughs> But, Anyways, and just please, I understand he can be annoying at times, but of all of us, Crack has been through a lot. I know. I don't hate him anymore. <laughs> now I hate Red. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have someone to channel that hate towards. <laughs> Be a little so, more understanding if you can. I I hugged him. So <laughs> <laughs> did I at this point. As if that's a defense. It is in her mind. It absolutely 100% is. <laughs> Anyway, that was what he wanted. That was what he said that I had to talk to you about. All right, understood. Where is Crack at the moment? Probably back in engineering. Yeah. Probably at this point, working on the armor. Mm-hmm. Right. If if yeah, I have yeah, my yeah. timing right. Yeah. yeah. Probably working with with Josh on the armor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Avazi is going to go into his room. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm so pleased. So I'm just thinking about what should we do. Yeah, no, she's going to pull an Eliana. Fantastic. Without even knowing knowing why, Eliana's like, I'm so proud. <laughs> she, <laughs> she will sit on <sighs> his bed in the dark. Um, all right, so eventually we finished up in engineering. 
crack will. <laughs> here's here's to, the question. Will room. crack ever go back to his room prior to the ship coming out of hyperspace? Yeah, I don't think he slept at all yet. So he probably will go back to do okay. that when people stop asking him to to put things on. To be clear, not like that's an imposition, but it just sort of he runs out of things to actively do. Right. And we'll go back and sleep. So you go back to your room, you open it up, it's dark inside. Turn on the light. There's a Vasya sitting on your bed. Vasya <laughs> is sitting on. Cool check. <laughs> Difficulty two. Cool check. Hey. One success. Nice. Oh, Vasya. Are you here to punch me again? She will hold out in one hand um, the saber and in the other hand the warblade. Which would you like to work on? Again, there's that sort of ripple of different colors over <laughs> over crack skin. Um, and uh, he says, uh, oh, um, I, the, the, the Warblade first, please. Let's go to engineering. Be careful with it. I will. Um, he, does she let him have it? <laughs> Point That's first. a loaded it's... question. He's like, you are, you are, you, I mean, it's not his voice, but the energy you are getting from crack right now is, is that kid going, can I pet that dog? Like, can I mow that blade? Can I mow that blade? She'll hand it out to him, but like, there's that when he goes to take it, like, she doesn't want to let go. Of it, kind of like hesitation. You're going to have to give it to me, <laughs> and then eventually she will oh. release her grip on it. There, there, there is. A, I mean, he takes it with great care and and excitement, and like like someone taking a child that they both care for and want to study scientifically. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> If you damage it, I will damage part of you. I can't wait for the despair. I acceptable. Um, and I'm he so looking forward to the despair. Turns and, and, and go ahead. Also, next time you want to speak with me, don't go, don't go through my husband. Just be a man and speak with me. <laughs> I'm not a man. I am a quarren. <laughs> 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 specifically and have it... no backbone <laughs> <laughs> get don't a backbone be... I have a series of fluid filled blabbers <laughs> don't be a coward is what I'm saying I'm not a coward I am an observer of times I've gotten punched <laughs> I found it to be reasonable but very well in the future I will come directly to you and ask uh, next time, also, if you feel I've made a social faux pas, please let me know uh, verbally and not physically. I figured that Ileana would enjoy it if I punched you. It was done for her, not for you. Irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> says you. Um, <laughs> squeeing, he um, will sort of scuttle down the hallway towards the engineering tank. Follow me, bring the saber. <laughs> What have I done? What modifications would you like Crack to do to your Warblade? Uh, the Warblade uses lightsaber 
to fight? Does it also? It use does not. No, it is melee weapon attachments. Right. Um, so, I'm not sure. That's something I need to. That's okay. Think we, on. We, we can, can do. I we mean, can. We can deal with that next week. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Probably the rest of the trip, at least, is spent working on the yeah uh, the warblade and the saber. So, if there's nothing else, at the end of the day, at the end of a 24-hour cycle, uh, the ship notifies you all that it's about to come out of hyperspace. Any further landing instructions would be appreciated if I'm landing. Where are we? Uh, we're about we're about to be exiting out of hyperspace above a barren rock. So presumably more instructions will be forthcoming. Just maintain orbit. Try landing and, uh, without damage this time. Uh, <laughs> that data pad beeps, Corsera. I checked the data pad. Crack gets excited. There are landing coordinates on Someone it. Someone understands me. We have landing coordinates. Lovely. I will cite them out. All right. Uh, the ship drops out of hyperspace, and ahead of you is this large, pale, uh, pale brown ball of a planet that has an atmosphere. Your scanners can tell the atmosphere is toxic to everybody on board the ship, uh, except for Neris. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so it's definitely not it's definitely one you want to have a rebreather on when you step outside, or uh, a magic amulet, or a magic amulet. It is it it is not it is not corrosive. It's just breathing it would be harmful. Being in it without being in it, according to the scanners, being in it without a helmet on is fine. It's just you have to have a different sort of oxygen or or whatever to um, to breathe. Does the helmet yeah. I scavenged happen to have that built in, or do I need to? find one somewhere it does not have a rebreather built into it no for for those of the group who did not make a mechanically stupid but emotionally valid choice to sacrifice their comfort medallions from kitty at the time that kitty died will those apply to um yes uh, the, to them and 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 the uh, comfort uh, medallions will will work fine okay. yeah um, okay so i think that at least is corserath and avasia that have those mm -hmm. okay yeah, Kitty didn't have a chance to make more of those. They're kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the 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 medallion the 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 those medallions will work in place of a rebreather, uh, but the rest of you will need at least that. Yeah, no, that was an, that was an awesome item. I just didn't think Crack could could bear to still wear it. I spent every credit of my character creation on a lightsaber, so I'm gonna go look around. And literally, I took the maximum possible number of credits and spent every single one on my lightsaber. You find, uh, you find in the armory a spare belt, a spare Jedi utility belt, which includes a rebreather. It has a rebreather in it. I have two rebreathers because I had one in my starting character and one in my Jedi utility belt, but I don't need either. Definitely belongs to someone, and if they're dead or not currently on the ship, someone's going to get me over it takes the rebreather, and tries to leave the belt untouched. <laughs> Take the rebreather. Um, well, yeah. Do you land the ship? This planet is, as was advertised, a barren rock. Uh, it's, you, it, imagine a desert landscape with no sand. 
just that landing dry not a crash enough for you comes over the comms to everyone <laughs> at high as possible volume. Currently yes. running a systems check. I'll alert you when it's complete. Vaguely sufficient. Could have been smoother. Jash is Jash is just standing there very confused. Jash, do you need a rebreather? No, I I have one. Good. Uh, the, it is a very interesting communication style. <laughs> we do. Uh, whoever's on the scanners can give me a computer check difficulty too. I think that's probably me. Yeah. So uh... the scanner is popping up several anomalies. Um, that it's not able to identify what they are. Uh, some uh, in what appears to be a nearby canyon, and some on the open field around you. Looking for like a vi- like using your 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 eyes or, to, or external visual sensors, you're not able to ascertain what, if anything, these necessarily are. Um, but according to the scanners, they seem to be electromagnetic anomalies. Some okay. like something is generating electricity, but you're not seeing it. Is that is that basically because I, I I have a triumph, but it's not a success, right? Because that's a, that's a wash. But I realized I didn't add the boost from the um the crabots, which I get on computer checks. Can yeah, I reroll? Yeah, with yeah the you got to reroll with a boost die. Okay, all right, two success to advantage. You could uh, that was the triumph giving you that with success. You also get that oh, some okay, sort of fair. some sort of electromagnetic anomaly. Sure, um, I, I just wanted to be, to make sure you knew you I know. technically failed that first one. You're good. You're good. Uh, but yeah. Uh, some sort of electromagnetic anomaly in in a canyon nearby and on the plane around you, but you can't see what it is. Yeah, that, that he repeats exactly that. Just passing that along. Are they mobile at all, or are they? Not that the skaters can tell. I'm not picking up any motion, but that doesn't rule it out as a possibility. Can is there anything that Jash can make roll wise for? electromagnetic phenomena naturally occurring on a planet. Yeah. Give me a, uh, what are your skills? I assume it'd be either education, lore, or xenology, depending on whether it's either a, a lore or a xenology. Actually, no, either an education or a xenology roll difficulty three. Okay. Well, that's the same role all the way around. So we're going to say xenology because that's fun. No success, but one advantage. <laughs> there are lots of things that could generate that, elect- that generally. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. That could re- be registered as anomaly, but. How precisely can you uh, pinpoint their locations comparatively? No, not very. The, the, their, well. nature, their nature as being electromagnetic forces causes the scanners to not be able to pinpoint them to. Right. Hone in on them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can I can I also make a xenology roll just to yeah if you want to okay. hey. <laughs> <laughs> same thing exact same roll well I um, guess we'll have to use our eyes the old fashioned way <clears throat> anyone else have any idea what these might be uh-huh. Yes, let us use our eyes. I mean, I also, yeah. Uh, I'll take a look. <laughs> and other sensory. 
skills that we're in possession of. I will use my macro binoculars. So you do you, do you get out of the ship and look? Or are you looking through thing? What are you doing? Jash is headed down to yeah, to so step like, out. Step yeah. out of the yeah. ramp and take a look. Right. So macro, you, I'll, I'll have I have macro binoculars. So those of you that need it, make sure your rebreathers are attached. Yep. You step outside. I the, have one, but I'm gonna actually stay in the ship for the moment in case we need to make yeah. a quick getaway. Once you step beyond the shielding of the Shio, you get this sort of tingling like it feels like the wind itself is electrified on this planet as you you sort of get this tingling feeling going across your armor and body um you step out beyond the shields and look around scanning with the macro binoculars you don't see anything until an electric veil sort of shimmers and two imperial starfighters appear hovering nearby shit as they, as you can tell, they are priming their weapons. You hear a, and a bolt of electricity crashes into their cockpits, disintegrating the cockpit of one and then the other with two quick shots. As these two now decloaked starships just collide into each other and explode. Backing up on the ship again. (laughs) What was that, William? (laughs) He just looks up at the explosions. That worked. (laughs) Clicking on comms. Uh, Crack, how many more of those signatures are you reading? How many, John? Only the one in the canyon now. Just the one left. That would be our shooter. Um, I'm going to go on comms and say, hello, good shooting. <laughs> uh, over the comms, this distorted, robotic, almost like AI-generated voice comes back. You're welcome. You should step out of the ship. Okay, I'm crack. And then comms off and heads for the exit. Corsarath steps down the ramp and looks in the direction of where the shots came from. Coming down a hill. Uh, you see an individual wearing uh, old school laminate armor that seems to have been integrated with additional like sort of a leather jacket and 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 some more casual wear uh, with a full face helmet covering uh, covering any sort of physiology holding a sniper a sniper pattern disruptor rifle uh, that is just sort of like sort of casually like resting it on their shoulder right now uh, who's slides down a sort of a, a dry, dusty hill. And speaking through the helmet is this continually modulated voice. I figured you were being followed, so I set up a position to wait. Excellent intuition. Are you the man himself or a go-between? You can call me Codex. Mm-hmm. No... And he sort of the helmet scans the group of you. How many of you are outside now? Jash is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is. I don't know if Crack would be there yet. He's headed for the exit, but it you're, might take. You're it. heading out there, but Red is probably still on the ship until I get a clear go ahead from the people outside. Definitely out. Uh, so oh, everybody but Red. Lay <laughs> so looks at the over the group through the helmet. So we're going to need to sit down someplace safe and have a chat about what you guys just ran away from. 
Do you want to come aboard the ship? Got a better idea. Probably leave... Uh, we should probably throw a tarp over this thing and anchor it just in case, but my base is not too far from here, and it's best to walk. It's hard to land a ship there. Mm-hmm. You'll get on the comms. Red, we're about to we're about to depart the ship if you want to lock everything down on the way out. Yeah. And I will do that following best practice instructions for landing on random planet with hostile atmosphere, etc. The uh, the figure flips open a computer on his bracer and punches a few uh, punches a few things in, and you see a pair of what look like dusky manta rays lift up from the wasteland where you had been completely unable to see them before and they it looks like they have some sort of cybernetics installed into them they float over and lay down on top of the shio making it damn near impossible to see at any distance Awesome. <laughs> Those are intriguing. What happened? Camouflage. Native creatures cloaking themselves over the shio. Not native, but useful. Huh. Anyways, let's get going. And as this figure turns and begins to lead you all towards his base, that's where we're all going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.